0: I've done everything I can ever since you first came to me, but now I want your word, my brother gonna be safe. I know you mad. But going to this funeral and fucking around in the projects, you looking for trouble.
1: I realize if you even join the system and come with you ain't a fighting and let it destroy you. So you think frankly you need to worry about popular yeah man um whoo all the emotions all of the emotions can
0: we get the sad emotion out first
1: yeah yeah man rest in peace dmx
0: long live the dog
1: yeah um definitely a a huge blow to the hip-hop community damn um to my teenage and in uh college years was a lot of dmx i remember uh I remember the first time I heard "Get At Me, Dog," and how that shit like blew my head. Just like the whole sound of it fucked me up. Yeah, yeah. The sound of it, the video, like just in a, in in a, in a monumental way. There's like certain, there's certain like, uh, rap songs that like expand the way my brain thinks about hip hop. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and "Get At Me, Dog" was one of them. Like it, like that shit was just ultra gritty.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: And I knew like, like gang—I mean, gangster rap had already been a thing. I knew it could be gritty, but
0: it sounded gritty. Yeah. Like his voice, the way he wrote the beat, like everything—it sounded was, violent. The authenticity
1: <laughs> was like, like at on a million, um, and he was completely somebody that you had never. It was completely original. You know what I mean? In yeah. terms of like, you know what we heard that 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 had come before that time, so.
0: And I think for me, like, I'm younger than you. Okay, um, obviously. Right. Not, they've never seen us. They don't know.
1: Um, <laughs> well, you, you said you were born in the late 80s.
0: Oh, yeah. what well, The last year of the 80s. Um, But my dad was a huge DMX fan, right? And okay. And my father is uh, a gangster in real life. Okay. So, like, I remember being maybe nine or ten. Mm-hmm. And my dad played, you know, un- unfiltered lyrics around us all the time, but he used to make us listen to DMX. Like, he would say, hey, did you hear that? What'd you hear? Like, I remember him playing the song Damien. Oh, wow. And then explaining to us why you shouldn't listen to your friends. Like, he would use it as as ways to teach us stuff. Interesting. It's so like, I remember learning a lot of life lessons in the backseat of my dad's white Lexus, listening to DMX, and he would have, it was like starting points for conversations about life. I remember the first time I remember seeing my dad cry mm-hmm. was listening to slipping.
1: Whoa. Yeah.
0: The first time I can recall my father crying was listening and slipping.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, so like, uh, that's big. Okay. Yes, yeah,
0: so like, just a lot of my childhood memories, driving up to King's Dominion or driving around the city doing errands with my dad, there's DMX playing in the background, yeah. right? Like...
1: Damn, your dad is young as a bitch.
0: My father will be 63 this year.
1: So, 60 minus... Let me see. That was about, what, about 25 years? No. Like, 23 years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he was in his forties. He, like, really,
0: really he just he just childish. Okay. He just childish.
1: Shout out to your pops, man, for being a gangster. Hi, daddy. Yeah.
0: But yeah, a lot of my a lot of my childhood is covered in DMX lyrics mm. in all the best ways. Like, mm. and my dad was the one to explain to me how you know, listen to him. He's praying. He's you know what I mean. Like it just he used it helped him talk to us about things that he was unsure of. Right. I guess he saw himself in that, and I just. Uh, DMX's brand of Christianity makes me believe in Christianity.
1: I understand that completely.
0: You know what I mean? Like, he allows himself to be flawed. He allows himself to go through all these things, but that doesn't change how he feels about his God or how much he loves his God or how much he feels his God loves him. It was never about his fear of punishment or God being, you know, his, his boogeyman. Yeah. It was, I did this, but my God's still here and still loves me. Right. And it was in such authentic prayers, like, the spirit move for Dmx. You can't convince me otherwise. Like, yeah, yeah. So
1: I, I, I can agree. I think that's a very valid point. Like his brand of Christianity is, is probably something that a lot, a lot of people can relate to. Absolutely. Um, and, and without a presence like that, really being authentic about his trials and tribulations in relation to his God is probably a huge. Is going to end up being a huge void, probably for a lot of people. A lot of people. Because I, because I don't know. I, I can't. Off the top of my head, I can't really think of somebody who can step into that place, who's really that authentic, really that transparent, and really that, like, impactful. Yeah. That speaks the way that he does about, you know, his relationship to God. That, that's a that's a hell of a point. That's a hell of a point, man. Talking but,
0: to my dad today, he was in shambles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was saying how going to DMX concerts during his prayer, people would cry, like it was, well, like it was like a church service. He goes, "No, when DMX prayed, you bowed your head and you held the hand next to you." Like,
1: right? Nah, he he would have made a hell of a uh, hell of a pastor, man. Oh
0: my gosh, that's who we yeah, needed, not Mace. Pastor
1: Earl Simmons. He for sure would. He said instead of Macy, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, man. Uh, Moment of silence don't really work well on podcasts, just because yeah. like an audio format, but.
0: I'm glad he's resting though. I'm glad he gets to rest. Yeah, he's deserved it all his life.
1: Yeah, that addiction's a real thing, um, and it's, it's it. You know, it doesn't. I don't. The point doesn't fall blind on me that uh, we're talking about snowfall, right? The whole crack era, right? And you know, somebody who who sound like I think he had an addiction to crack, right? It was
0: he did, but yes, it was his responsibility, but it was as at no fault of his own.
1: Right, right. It sounds like he was.
0: A mentor, yeah. Lace the J, when right. he was 14.
1: And that kind of shit is... Disgusting. That's like the horror story that you want your kid... That, you know what I'm saying? To yeah. like When you talk about like, okay, weed's not bad, but like... there's Roll these, your own blunt. Right. There's these horror stories, uh, uh, you know, that are circling around it that you could really fall victim to if yeah. you're around the wrong people that don't have your best intentions in mind. So, Absolutely. So uh, rest in peace of the dog, Dark we Man of the you. Unknown. Um. But uh let's let's uh let's try our best to get into this to this hell of a creation, episode eight Woo! of snowfall that was bestowed upon us.
0: The dominoes are on the table, baby.
1: Yeah. Um Yeah, the dominoes are on the table. That um, was such a
0: bad analogy. I'm sorry, y'all. That's not even how you play dominoes. But okay. But you but you know, I mean,
1: <laughs> see there's you know, there's different ways. No. There's different ways to to put dominoes on a table. Like, because, you know, you could be talking about the dominoes that you hold in your hand that you put on the table face down to play your domino, right? Mm -hmm. Therefore, the dominoes are still on the table. Or you could be talking about the dominoes that you land face side up with the numbers on them.
0: You're trying to help me, and I love you for I, it.
1: I'm, I'm trying. I'm but trying. to I, I just said a horrible analogy. I'm okay. Sorry. All right. Well, I fuck it. it. That analogy yeah. was trash. It was trash. I'm sorry. Uh, but you, but but you know what? You're not uh, you know, you're not hopeless in this situation. Oh, God. You know, you're you're an architect. You're an architect. What are you about? To call you're, me? you're not. You're not. You're not harmless in this situation. And and, and in fact, six, I think. People should really God. refer to you as a fighter. I think you're a fighter.
0: What are you? About you know,
1: to in say? the way that you sort of you were fighting for your analogy. So uh, I'd like to introduce to y'all my co-host Six, aka Rhonda Ouncey. Rhonda Ouncey yeah. is fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah, the, the 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 champion, the champion of the blow.
0: The champion of the... Plug.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to... I'm squeezing that in. That, that's... I don't know how to really make that work, you know. I'm not a big Ronda Rousey fan, but... Who is? But, you know, but Ronda Ouncey. I'm a big Ronda Ouncey fan, though. Hello? Yeah, holla. Oh, my God. Uh, yo, put... Yo, drop your beeper number just in case niggas need the mouses. Not
0: drop your beeper Dro- number. Drop your
1: beeper number in the code they need to put in for you. So <sighs> so when they want to put in that order, Six... It's your... Yeah, you know my <laughs> problem. I'm a real nigga, Treasy, aka Richard Poundtree. <laughs> Enough, <laughs> Shaft nigga. Enough, huh? Richard Poundtree. Holla at me for, at me for that blow. I go undercover for the blow. Hello? Huh? I'm slipping on episode eight. I'm not even gonna you, hold you, sir. I'm not you, even gonna hold you. You've done so much better. Richard Poundtree is good though. I suppose it, it's good. You know, I, I I struggle with it because I was like. Pounds, that's more like a weed thing. Tis. You know, they weigh the coke and metrics.
0: We got Bobby by the pound. It's Whitney by the key.
1: You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So so I struggle with that one, but then I harken back to a hove lyric. I'm 2.2 pounds. 2 you barely 125 grams. Wouldn't expect y'all to understand this money. I wouldn't expect you to understand that one, Six. Hello? (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) 2.2 pounds is the weight of one kilogram for anybody who is still confused about that lyric um it's a lot to get into well not really a lot it's just a lot of like confirmation i think with this episode
0: yeah we got a lot of information but there's not a lot to dissect there there wasn't much left unsaid yeah I, i think we have our own theories we want answered okay but there wasn't much left unsaid.
1: I agree, it wasn't yeah. much left unsaid. Great episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, fuck it. Let's uh, let's jump into the way in, man. Let's do it. Franklin Davis is the CIA golden boy. That's over. We gonna take his place. And use a jive ass scheming motherfucker. All right, six. Um, uh, this uh, like like I predicted last episode. Um, this is absolutely a brick for me. I think this is actually, so far this may be my favorite episode of the season, uh, episode eight. Uh, I don't know where it stands with you, but uh, I do anticipate just the rest of these episodes being on fire, like, like better degrees of the brick. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's definitely a brick um, of the season. Yeah, of the season, my favorite episode. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a big heavy brick, like a heavy brick. I'm wondering what they're going to do next episode to outdo this.
1: Yeah, it's going to be tough, but if season four is anything like season three of Snowfall was.
0: It did get Them
1: last three episodes
0: were a motherfucker. It got right.
1: really real, man. So, um, I, honestly, man, I put the season finale of episode three.
0: That's my favorite episode of this whole show.
1: Yeah, so far, man. Yeah. Like the way it was put together. um. Was was fucking amazing, man! The so trip I,
0: they took us on. Yeah, yeah. so
1: I so I kind of hope that they do something to top that. Um, and I know it's gonna be hard, but these writers are writing. They writing. They want fucking ass off. Oh, yeah. uh, before this episode, what was your favorite episode of the season? Or if you've thought about that, I don't know.
0: I haven't really thought about it, but just off the top of my head, mm-hmm. honestly, the was it the second one where they crucified dude?
1: Was it? I feel like that was the first jump?
0: Then yeah, the first episode. Yeah, it, it just it set the tone really well.
1: It did. It kind of set a false tone for Scully. <laughs> for Scully, yes, it, but it I set mean a false just, tone. Yeah,
0: all of our theories that we have uh-huh. were built off that one episode.
1: Right, right. We've right. changed
0: them or tweaked them, but we've had the same expectation. It's been met or not met, but yeah, they did a really good job of of saying, "Hey, here's where we are." Okay. Yeah.
1: I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, when I'm when I'm thinking about, it, cause I, you know, a nigga be throwing out some wild ass theories. Um, eh? You know, some of them stick, some of them don't. Some don't. You some halfway I mean? stick. Some halfway stick. But uh, I'm trying to think: Are there any ones that I threw out? Oh, the the AIDS one that I threw out is just. Yeah. So far, no bueno. But we still got two episodes left to yeah. potentially land the thing. Yeah or even all of you know next season, you know who's to say.
0: It could be setting us up for that.
1: It could be setting us up for the next season, so um okay, so the so this episode was a brick for you too. Absolutely. Um were there any man, was there anything and it's hard to say this because it's a brick. So I'm not saying that the episode was flawless, but it, it was it was great, but is there anything that could have made the episode even better for you? I
0: I'm I feel much more how you feel now about Scully. Mm -hmm. I needed Scully. I needed him to to return this episode. Yeah, it would have made it that much better. Like if I mean, we're here to spoil it. If Scully and Jerome had met each other face to face, like this, the last three minutes of the show, Mm. that would have been fire to me.
1: Mm. Oh, they haven't met to this point yet.
0: No, I'm sure they know each other. I mean, like if we had seen Jerome leave the hospital. Right. And then he's looking at Scully in his eyes.
1: Oh. You know what I mean? But he, does he know that Scully didn't do the hit? He knows that it was Khadijah, right?
0: Yeah, but I, he also knows that's his baby mom.
1: Oh, right, right. So he's ready to get retribution. And Jerome shot,
0: Jerome's wife got hit. So.
1: Yeah, we need it. We're going to talk about that because I, I have some perspective on that.
0: I have feelings.
1: Yeah, I feel. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, well, in terms of the weigh in, is there anything else to discuss here? This is kind of, it feels like a short weigh in.
0: Yeah, it's a brief. Like, like,
1: I almost want to, like, I almost want to like, you know how the wins ins at boxing where they be like trying to sell the fight and they start doing some wild shit, poking you know at each what's other. crazy?
0: On Twitter, I was like, you know what? Me and Treezy are going to fight the whole episode. And now like how we were talking before this, uh-huh. I don't think we are. Sorry, guys. Yeah. You came yeah. in for a fight. I don't think you're going to get it.
1: Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. You thought we was going to fight? What did you think we was going to fight about?
0: Um, I thought that we would have such differences and theories about how we thought things were going to go. Okay. But it sounds like we don't feel that way. So
1: Yeah. I, I don't know if we do. But I'm I'm am I'm a find something though.
0: I know, I know you are such a terrorist. <laughs>
1: it's not I'm a terrorist. I'm to find something. Christ Almighty. All right, shit. Well, let's get out the way man, get into this breakdown. Her, wasn't sure you'd actually come. I uh, wanted to meet the woman who's trying to destroy people she doesn't even know. If I wanted to destroy you, I what printed your
0: name? I want your CIA masters.
1: Ah, uh-huh. I am heard of the Great Liberation. You sabe. They freed the slaves. Mm-hmm. The lies they teach in school. You know, we talked a lot off, Mike Man. This episode, there there's not a whole ton to break down. Yeah. We finna just kind of like slap this bitch in the ounces and put it right back on the street. You know, a yeah. bunch of eight balls, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but but there is some there's a lot of great shit that did happen in this episode. Yes. I important think. shit um, happens episode. Um, I I think, you know, Reed, you know, all the shit that's happening with Reed is kind of Read the cold
0: war in the backwoods of another foreign country. You know, apolo- fake apologizing for shit. Um, yeah. If you're not familiar with, if you're not familiar with the historical context, that's basically they let the Nicaraguans die often. Right. Drops were missed like that often. So when the girl was saying, "You're just gonna leave us again," because it happened all the time. Mm-hmm. It was just about building their relationship and getting money. Mm. So there were tons of times where even if he had the guns, the guns didn't make it. Got it. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, shit, you spoken like a true nigga. So, um, so yeah, I mean, we're in agreement that it's not much to talk about with Reed. Um, I mean, he's a coke whore. Well, yeah, but that was established already. You know, I will be kind of when when the nigga who we saw doing a bunch of coke says, "Listen, you are doing too much coke?" <laughs> I think I think it's pretty much yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he yeah. he surpassed the master. Um, um, I tell you who kind of uh, you know at least. I'm not saying his scene was worth talking about, but the one little, you know, one little scene he did have, it was a good one, was Gustavo. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, it doesn't, listen, they threw that in there just because they knew they had been bull with the niggas. So, you know, but. I, and
0: he I, ain't say a goddamn word. He said, hey, man, I don't think he wants you in there.
1: Eh, he said, yo, no, nah, Reed works for you. I don't. Right. So um, you can wh- go in
0: the office if you want to. Right.
1: So do, do, do are we still rolling with that we think he going to turn into, like, the pipeline? Because it seems like the CIA trying to get Reed out of here.
0: I think they have to.
1: Um,
0: I don't know if they're trying right now. Mm-hmm. I think it's leading towards that, though, because Reed did not clean up his mess. Which was? Irene.
1: Okay. Um, well, he didn't even know about Irene.
0: But when he had the chance to clean it up, he did not clean it up.
1: Oh, you're talking about the end?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to skip forward because it's... Okay, okay, okay. But I think that it's... Uh, they're going to end up having to, but right, I don't think they are right now. I think they just want to know why he went MIA and what's happening. I don't think that means getting rid of him.
1: So, okay. What, what do you think Havemeyer and the other dudes... What do you think they wanted out of his office? I was trying to figure that out.
0: I think they were looking for information about Franklin.
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah. So th- so you think they don't know who Franklin is?
0: Yeah. I think that they know they're working. That Of course, they know that Reed's selling to a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they were looking for information about him because of the story that came out. Got it. Because his father seems to be someone with a bleeding heart. Mm-hmm. Maybe they have wind of his father being an ex-Panther or whatever, which also we can talk about because you also might be right about Irene and either Irene or out in line about, about Fred Hampton.
1: R- right. Well they both made a statement that I I I didn't understand it.
0: So I I texted you what was it last Thursday or Friday like right after we recorded. Okay. So it was like Saturday or Sunday. something like that. Yeah, Saturday, yeah. Sunday. Um Fred Hampton passed away in November of December of 1960. December
1: 69. December 4th. 69.
0: Yeah. Correct. The day that Jay
1: Z was born.
0: There we go. But he went out. So Irene and Alton were speaking of him being in California. I knew him when he was here, set the third. He didn't go to Berkeley until November of 69. Okay. And he was there for a short amount of time speaking with the National Black Panther Party. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was asked to be their national spokesperson. Of course, he worked with them, but they wanted to give him an official title in the party. Right. And he turned it down. Mm hmm. So he wasn't there long enough for either of them to act as if they knew him while he was there, unless they were in Chicago at some point. You see what I'm saying? And like that's what it, you know. So he did go, but it wasn't substantial,
1: right? So that's what that's what was bothering me about that shit. It was like, yo, I don't know how historically accurate this is, or are you know are the writers doing that thing where they're doing they're writing about something that the general public doesn't know about?
0: Maybe they're dancing with it because I can't see how they build had have, have they built it, the lie into this before episode 9 or 10? Uh-huh. Maybe. Okay. But I don't see how they dance around that being a lie that comes out now. Got it. I think they just preyed on people's ignorance.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so there's potential that Alton was lying about being a Panther.
0: There is. If, if the writers are as amazing as they're showing themselves to be, yeah. they could bring it up or it could come up next season. Mm. But – Yes. If, we're, if they're being historically accurate, both of them are lying.
1: Yeah. See, I, I was starting to feel like, um, I was definitely starting to feel like Alton was giving like Bill O'Neill vibes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, his, his willingness to cooperate with Irene, sort of his fear about the CIA and things of that nature, it was all kind of pointing to like, yo, I've been put in this position mm-hmm. before where to like to be the mole within the Black Panther Party mm-hmm. and, to, and to divert information to government agencies. It's, thus is why he knows the power of them and what they're capable of doing. And, yeah. You know, um, I was starting to feel like that maybe he was, he had something to do with like the L.A. chapter of the Black Panther Party with like, you know, Bunchy Carter and John Huggins' death at USC. I was starting to go in that direction, like maybe he was a part of bringing down the L.A. chapter of the Black Panther part, which I could I could be completely wrong. It could just be very-
0: that may be a part of it, because again, if they're not being historically accurate with names or even timelines, mm-hmm. remember his cousin was supposed to be a snitch of some sort, right? And he was he was um, tasked with bringing his cousin to the Panthers right to like get information out of him and to be tortured and he killed him instead
1: and he killed him instead now also keep in mind we only know this because Alton is telling us right which you know so Alton could be lying
0: cuz we know Alton is a snitch
1: so Alton is a snitch and and you know what he's too he's very the fact that he's willing to pick up his entire life and move to Cuba right now What you so scared of. There's a red flag. Mm -hmm. Well, there's just a red flag that you're willing to pick up your whole life, leave everything behind, your shelter and everything, to sort of turn a new leaf. You know, that kind of feels like a move that somebody who has a past they don't want to reconcile with would do. You understand what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, it makes me... It's too flighty. Yeah, like this is either the final straw on top of other things that you did. Yeah. Or you've done something else we haven't seen.
1: That, Yup. Yep. I'm, I'm. See, I can roll with that. You've done something else we haven't seen. He's just absolutely too flighty. Like, I think Sissy's re- response of being very conflicted about whether or not to go or what That's to normal. do. That, to me, feels a lot normal. Even Irene Abe, right? When she's packing, packing up her shit and she's taking certain pictures. You know, she's only taking, like, she only had, like, one box that she was putting with her husband, or her uh, ex-husband. But even that felt real. It's like... And she wasn't leaving. She was going off the
0: grid because she was threatened by a drug dealer in the government. That's a smart thing to do, actually.
1: That's a smart thing to <laughs> yeah. do. Um, but just like even, even, Alton's not even packing a picture. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, he said, let's go tonight. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's trying to like, I'm getting new passports. Like he got a whole new identity ready to go. Yeah. It's just too flighty.
0: Well, in his defense, maybe his fear of the Panthers and what happened with his cousin. Um, maybe he was planning this since before he talked to Irene cuz it, okay. it takes more than a day to get a fake passport
1: it does and it sounded like he just literally called a nigga like went yeah. through the went through the yellow books so maybe he pages. Was,
0: <laughs> no he named the guy like people like um sissy knew who he was oh
1: got it got it um he was the neighborhood passport Yeah guy. <laughs> so, some, he knew photoshop in the 85 <laughs> you know absolutely you
0: know photoshop pro at that time um so maybe he was plan maybe his whole plan was to leave Okay. Even before he talked to Irene,
1: got it. Okay, those are all. Those are all doable.
0: Yeah,
1: those are all doable. I am very anxious to see where it ends because it looks. It seems like Franklin has to. I mean, Teddy made it very clear. I'll handle Irene. You handle your father. So we all, you know, the way he handled Andre was with a fucking book. And Judas asked Kevin. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and he brought up both of them people in his grand speech at Louie's. Uh, which you you dubbed as your favorite scene. Of this season, of yes. Of this season. Um talk about it.
0: It Damson Idris is, is an acting a as British phenomenal nigga. actor. Yeah, he is. Phenomenal. Um and there are times when I don't want to say he falls flat for me. Maybe he has set his bar very high, mm-hmm. but he is very good at playing stressed out. I believe him when he's angry. I believe him when he's on the ropes, right? Like, everything else is like, he's good. Yeah. But he has set the bar very high for himself. So when he's like, even the whole, if you have anything to add, constructive, I'm here. Like, even just that, even the calmness of it, you could tell he was very, very stressed. It read like that. Um, And even the camera work that made it feel like you were Uncle Jerome.
1: Right, yeah.
0: Because it... The way that it was set up, we were sitting in Jerome's seat right. as he inched closer and closer, and the camera pans, mm-hmm. and then you see how close he is to Jerome. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, I was watching from Jerome's viewpoint. Mm-hmm. It was it was a really good scene, and the emotion in it, um, the way everyone else felt around it, you could it was tangible. It it is a very close runner up, maybe taking the place of the car scene with Leon. I know I'm gonna get dragged for that, but.
1: No, no, I think, I think that's, I think that's realistic though. Like I I think both of those, and if I'm not mistaken, I feel like that happened in episode seven or episode eight of last season too, either seven or eight. So kind of around the same point in the story. Yeah. Um, but I think they had very similar textures. Yeah. Similar. Sorry. I I keep fucking that up. There's no you in that. Uh, those scenes have very similar textures. Um, you know, like you said, stressed out. Kind of like the candle has completely burned out. Yeah. You know, I'm tired of fucking being diplomatic about what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And I'm the fucking boss. Yeah. Let, let me if I gotta remind. Let me reintroduce yeah. myself. Like I'm fucking Franklin Saint. He and said, "Y'all work for me."
0: He said, "What's going to happen to y'all? Absolutely nothing." What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Nothing yeah. going to happen to y'all, and y'all have nothing to offer me. Fuck out of here.
1: Yeah. Like I, I, you know, I hadn't given given any consideration till he said it, and that's absolutely real. Like. Mm-hmm. Like, this nigga is fighting. Demons, bro. Yo. <laughs> Yo. His and daddy just snitched on him after they were having a really lovely time getting back acquainted. Yeah. And that, and that just kind of rings true in real life. A lot of times I think we forget that the nigga that's sitting at the top of the totem pole got a, got stressed. Like, everybody's job underneath the nigga on the top of the totem pole is to protect the nigga at the top of the totem pole.
0: And you all failed.
1: And everybody failed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like when it all came down. Everybody is looking at like, yo, how how do I save myself? You know, mm-hmm. everybody turned into a capitalist. Which I mean, this is a capitalistic game, so it's it, it's needless to say, you know, there's no honor amongst thieves or whatever the case may be.
0: But fish rock from the head, and things do well from the head too. Everything starts at the top.
1: Mm, that's a fact. That's a bar right there. So, um, but yeah, so that scene was really really good. Them, you know, just kind of recounting. Uh, the steps of everything that's happening. Jerome is really showing his ass. This nigga Jerome Uncle is ready, bro.
0: Uncle Jerome went to them projects and and got to be a big homie for yeah. a couple hours. Yeah, and it lit a fire in him. He might need to put it out some, but it got lit.
1: Nah, I'm gonna tell you, I like this. I like this gear for Jerome though.
0: I like it, but it's gonna get him shot. I
1: don't know. I think it, I I don't think it's gonna get him shot. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna. It got Louis shot. Yeah, but Louis had it coming though. Louis, need, listen, man. Louis needed to get shot.
0: Never mind, y'all. We are gonna fight.
1: <laughs> Louis needed to get shot. Excuse me. I, I mean, you know, I'm sorry. I love y'all. Know I love Louis. Louis is our auntie. Yeah, but Louis, Louis. You know what I'm saying. Louis is kind of like I ain't gonna say the worst type of person because she's not. Um, but Louis, Louis needed to sit her ass down. This shit needed to sit her ass down. I, now, my, I'm saying Louie needed to get shot, not she needed to get killed because she don't need to get killed. But she needs something to sit her motherfucking ass down because she doing too much with Lil Rock. She doing too much with like just she doing too much with like um just trying to like. Everybody's trying to be the boss, not just her. No, I don't know. She trying to be she trying to be her and Man Boy are kind of in the same boat to some degree. You know what
0: I've been wondering? Does huh. she want to get rid of man boy because she wanted to do what man Boy's doing? Do
1: you think? Oh, I, I, okay. When you say what man Boy's doing, what finding the plug, like getting the plug or trying to.
0: Yeah. It gave me pause when Reed was so concerned about Louie.
1: Yo, you, yo. I literally have that in a note here. I'm going to read it word for word verbatim because me and you are on the same page. I said, yo. Did it does Reed seem excessively worried about Louie to you?
0: Cause that makes me what that makes me wonder what kind of relationship they built when Franklin was down.
1: They built an amazing one because Reed was very concerned about Louie. But why would she do that? That's not even her style. So so okay, so let me answer your question. Mm-hmm. I think the reason that like looking back at everything, Louie was a huge advocate for trying to get rid of Man Boy from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um and she said exactly why it was. I come from the school that, I come from the school, and I got to be careful with this because this one might give me a hot water. I might be in, indicting myself here. I come from the school that, like, if you're able to identify certain attributes in a person. It's because you see it in yourself. It's because you see it in yourself. You know what I'm saying? And I think the way Louie was able to just really put her thumb on who Man Boy is, she was really speaking about herself. She's very ambitious. She's not. She's she made it very abundantly clear that like it's not about what she needs. You know what I'm saying? She has everything she needs. It's about what she wants, and what she wants is all the power in the world.
0: And that that's my question. Like, was she so adamant about getting rid of him because that's really the person in her way, not Franklin?
1: Yes. Well, I think I think that like
0: that will be a great twist, especially because if we're going to Arkansas next season, yeah. She to be on her own for a second.
1: She is. She is. She's very much going to be on her own. I don't know how it's going to work out because I don't really see Reed in the picture too much longer.
0: But again, this.
1: The... Louis
0: is good at building relationships, though.
1: She is. She is. And, and so so to, so to stick with what you're saying, I absolutely think that like um, that's why she needed to sit her ass down, because I think I think Louis was doing a lot of things in service of Franklin but she's smart enough to understand that like I have a certain amount of control over Franklin because of the relationship so I I because he is the plug I have to act in ordinance of you know, like, I'm working in favor of this plug, which she is. You know, that's the smart thing. To, that's loyalty, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you know, you, the boss tell you to go kill somebody, you go kill somebody. Mm-hmm. Boss tell you to set up in fucking Little Rock, Arkansas. I set up in Little Rock, Arkansas. Like, right. the, you know, you do what the boss tells you to do.
0: And she made it happen like
1: that. Right. And, you know, I think it's very clear that, like, if Franklin were to go down, Louis is totally capable of picking up right where he left off. I
0: think um, Louis knows that, too.
1: She does. And that's why she needed to sit her ass down. I'm going to be honest. That's why she needed to sit down because she – because if there was a way for Franklin to get out, she wouldn't allow it to happen. You understand what I'm saying? Like, she's so ambitious that she wouldn't allow it to happen because – unless she had her foothold in the pipeline. You know what I'm saying? Like, she – Franklin's success validates everything that she wants. She's a millionaire because of Franklin. She's a club owner because of Franklin. She has a very high position in the top of a drug empire because of Franklin. So she's trying so she wants to protect Franklin because protecting Franklin validates her status, keeps her status where it needs to be. You know, um but her out the picture I think is a big blow to Franklin's empire because because like logistically and just like, um, yeah, logistically, man, she's she's probably the smartest piece in his corner in terms of the drug side of things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, logistically, I don't think Franklin can operate at the same level, the same volume without Louis in the fold.
0: So I guess to make it neat, just wrap this, wrap the what we think about Louis right now up, it's basically... She has been holding all of this together. She has made her. She'd be great in corporate America. She has made herself invaluable while learning enough that she could to rise to the top. Yes. Um. And now he can't really do without her, but she's going to become a problem. And I, I, I'm very interested at, to see if there's more context as to why Reed was so very concerned.
1: Yeah, he was. I'm. That's. I'm so glad that you brought that up, though, because I, I, I thought it was just me. That saw uh, it because he
0: stopped. What happened to Louis? Yeah,
1: like that—that like, that changed his whole the whole tone of his conversation. Yeah,
0: yeah. And it's like, okay, what kind of relationship did y'all build while Franklin was down? Yeah. And of course, you know, she should be nice to the plug, you know. But why did you become so memorable?
1: Yeah, because why is he emotionally attached to you? Right. So, like during the drops, it wasn't like it wasn't just drop and go like y'all you know how's your kid or how's you know what i'm saying it was it was some, a lot of small talk talk that happened i'm sure and
0: that's the power of women in think in things like this though women can move in ways that men cannot they can disarm we can get we can get things together and and that, get stuff out of people that's a
1: fact so, yeah. that, and that's that's what honestly that's what makes it a delicate balance because everything that i'm saying in indictment of louis is what makes is what makes her invaluable yeah that's what makes her invaluable and a great queen to protect the king you know what i'm saying um But but it's just a thin line because when you add when you add too much too much ambition onto that scale it'll tip over yeah you know and then you start doing things that are not in service of your community and the reason y'all got into it there are more things that are in service of what you want instead of the organization yeah so so yeah so um and all that to say that like I think um that's what's making Jerome lean so hard into the streets into the into the projects because it's like, it ain't the, you know, the way, okay. So they were in that barbershop, right? Like they were in Manboy's barbershop, Khadijah, Manboy, and Scully, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, Manboy's like laying out this whole thing about Franklin and the CIA and I can move in and be the plug. And then, <laughs> and then what did Scully say? Nigga said. You jive-ass, scheming-ass nigga. Eh, like- you a jive-ass, scheming-ass nigga. I kind of feel like that's how Jerome feels about Louie. Is the, is, oh, yeah, we established that. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: He's seeing parts of her he didn't know existed.
1: Yeah. And and for some, I, I just don't, okay, so I don't really like what they're doing with Scully this entire season anymore. I'm just, I'm kind of, I'm very upset about the trajectory of Scully. And, and, and just as much upset about the character development of Khadijah.
0: Yeah, I feel like they should have introduced Khadijah the end of last season mm-hmm. so we could be used to how much of a piece of shit she is. Right. Because right now it, it was thrown at us all at once. She went from nobody to a grieving mother to the person in the way every step. Like,
1: and But rightfully so because she still is a grieving mother.
0: Yeah, but I ain't going to hold you. I ain't. I haven't met a lot of girlfriends to drug dealers who mm-hmm. felt this entitled to do things.
1: Okay. They're so,
0: usually much more docile women than this, even if they are gangsters. Like,
1: So so you feel like she's acting off a sense of entitlement?
0: I feel like we don't know what the dynamic between her and Scully was. Has she always been in charge? Because she's in charge of Scully. Yeah. I, but I just, I wish they would have introduced her at the end of last season.
1: Mm-hmm. She definitely seemed like she was a um, last minute round table, like the end of last season round table discussion. Like who can, who, you know, when we're bringing in characters... Who can we bring in to sort of complicate this thing? Yeah. And they mentioned her peripherally in season three, being um, man boy's sister. Mm-hmm. So they, so I think she was just like an easy money grab. Yeah. Um, sense of entitlement, though. That's that's a very interesting perspective on it because I don't really think I don't really look at it that way.
0: I don't. Maybe entitlement's not the right word. It's mm-hmm. just she's taking it upon herself to act a lot. Like that's just. That's not normally how it goes. No matter how gangster the girlfriend is. Right. She
1: they usually follow their lead like So, all right. Well, man boy said some interesting things at that table. Man boy said Man boy um made an assertion one that they were in the system. The foster Well, she was in the foster care system specifically. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that means he was as well. Um, it sounds like maybe both their parents died. He had to take over as the big brother and you know, that probably didn't rock well with CPS and maybe they got split up. Yeah, he said or, that, but she um she ended up being molested. That's what it sounded like. She was molested. Yeah. So maybe her trust level for men and their word or their protection, maybe it's maybe it's a little less you know, you mix that up with some anger. Maybe it's a little bit like, yo, I really don't trust men to get it done. Probably um yeah so in that way i can sort of understand her
0: yeah i just wish that they would have explained her more
1: explain her more yeah i'm yeah. with you yeah yeah i guess for me it's like less about her and it's like what What are y'all doing with scully man he was such a good character why did y'all just play this nigga t- it's, it's okay for like both him and khadijah to be problems at the same time you know what i'm saying like, like they hold him out they got time now they missing a daughter let me tell you something. Treecee hasn't
0: mad about this since episode three. Yeah, because- Every episode you have come in here and ask, what happened to Scully? They don't, they, Scully not a gangster no more. Hang it up. Yeah. But Let it go.
1: To me, that's that's not, that's not really what, that's kind of bad on the writing in that way. Because, um, it, it, you know, I saw it coming episode. I didn't know they were going to drag it out like this, but they just, you know, they just kind of played him like he wasn't a problem. Yeah. Episode three. And, and now they've just like continued with that thread.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But yeah, that table that that table talk about the CIA and Manboy's plan, which is obviously he wants to get the plug. We knew it, but <sighs> oh, this nigga really think he could just drop an application or a resume at the I CIA just, f- <laughs> th- in the mailbox.
0: In his mind, he's like, I'm just going to talk to this nigga Reed. Yeah. We're going to talk like men. Hey, I see that you're out a drug dealer. Yeah. I can be the one. I happen to be a drug I, dealer. I didn't know if you were looking for a new one, <laughs> yeah. but here you go. i uh, right here. As if they didn't choose Franklin, right? Like as if that—I don't—I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think I think he's obtuse, though.
0: But that—but th- what that speaks to for me is mm-hmm. how I'm always calling a nigga arrogant. Yeah. Who I, do you think you are? Yeah.
1: Now, now I absolutely—you think feel you're the you. smartest
0: nigga in the room, and you're not. Like, I
1: absolutely feel you. There.
0: That's not intelligent. No, you're not just walking up to a CIA agent saying, "Hey, mm-hmm. I know you're a CIA agent. Oh, do you?" Yeah. Okay, we're well, never gonna see you again. Look, like, that's not how this, any of this works. Right. <laughs>
1: like, well, well, in all fairness, maybe his plan is a little bit more in depth. Maybe, maybe he might got things in motion.
0: Last time he had things in motion, it didn't work out well.
1: It was working till it didn't.
0: Do you think it's gonna be any better with the CIA? Franklin's just Franklin. Yeah. The CIA is the
1: CIA. The CIA is the CIA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know what's funny though. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like if this was like a job interview situation, right? And Reed had Frank, Fra- Reed interviewed Franklin, and he interviewed Man Boy. He probably would still pick Franklin. Franklin yeah. just seems like the he he He's feels nondescript. Head. Yeah, yeah. Um, you he seems like he can get away. He's very you know uh, unassuming. Mm, I not
0: think. even that. He's not. He is the right kind of ambitious. He's not arrogant. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to do well because I like to do things well. Right. Like I'd be a great manager at McDowell's. Like I so yeah, I'll be a great drug dealer. Right. Man boy wants to be a drug dealer. Yeah. Franklin there, there didn't want to difference. be a drug dealer. He wanted to be rich.
1: There's a difference. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm on board with you there. Um, I still do think Man Boy is very intelligent, but I, I do agree with you. Like his his arrogance. Um get is, is the is the enemy of his
0: yeah, um, of and, his intelligence. Yeah, and yeah. And,
1: th- and this one helped me see it a little bit more. Even though his how he plans to unfold, yeah, I mean, nah, it is the plan because he's a, he's finna go with this whole the whole thing plan of like, is stupid. I'm, I'm I'm just gonna hand you over the plug. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna do hot potato with the plug. You see, <laughs> just like, like a hey, I'm gonna
0: get the plug, and yeah. then we gonna have the plug, and the CIA gonna rock with us because they ain't got Franklin. Like, it. yeah,
1: that's a little stupid.
0: That's not how any of this works.
1: I thought it was interesting um, that they was just sitting in the back of the barbershop with the door open while niggas was cutting hair, talking all this come shit. Come
0: on, come on, you come know,
1: on. It a little crazy. Smoking and they in cigarettes. a barbershop
0: and Scully hair still
1: look like that. Yeah, Scully hair look crazy.
0: Might.
1: He need to holler at Leon and be like, yo, Leon. I what gotta, products are you using? <laughs> yeah, I could hook you up, come by Crenshaw and such and such. I could hook you up.
0: Baby, because that afro is afro. One, yeah, okay?
1: Yeah, that afro, terrible. That shit, the hairline is like hidden underneath that.
0: Joke. Leon's fro is beautiful. Are you insane?
1: That nigga fro look like a sombrero. That nigga look like one of the mushrooms on um, motherfucking- uh, You
0: are jealous because you're <laughs> on, balding. His fro
1: is beautiful. Look at that curl uh, pattern. Oh, Mario brother. Look one at of that the curl Mario pattern. You are mushrooms. jealous. Nah, I ain't no jealous like if my hair could grow, I would I'd be damned to let it grow like that, the way his shit grow. I'm gonna keep it that wow. way.
0: You're jealous of his curl pattern.
1: Curl pattern That's the la- the last thing I'm jealous of is a nigga curl pattern. Clearly. Sex. Okay. Um
0: Man I, boy shot up that girl house like that. And nobody came, nobody heard the shot ring off.
1: Fam, they, she in the hood. So I think up. that's regular. Inside? Yeah, that's right. Niggas do drive-bys all the time, G. They they done, They have done a, at least five drive-bys this season. And this season has only been like a week span. <laughs> it's like a drive-by every day in, in, in motherfucking South Central. Um, yeah, man, this nigga, man, boy, was all through T's fridge. Right. Told me, you ain't got no sweet tea. Have some cooth. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I guess when you got a bitch on the payroll this shit, she better have the
0: ain't paid the Arnold yet. Palmer. He ain't paid her yet, apparently.
1: He ain't pay her, but she ain't really complete the job description either. Well, you know how that the, the memes running around like people that understand the assignment. She did not. Yeah, she don't. I don't think she got the assignment. She did not. Done.
0: But uh, we're here to give you half of your bouquet of flowers. Okay, you talking same. about me specifically? You specifically? Okay, talk to me. Um, so you were right about could K- not Khadijah, about Tanase and Man Boy working together. Yes. You were right about a connection to her little brother. Mm-hmm. However, you were not right about that being his little sister. Right. We're I was wrong, wrong about that.
1: I was very wrong about that. But I, I told you the strategy is sometimes you gotta put all the chips on the table, just in different spots.
0: You just throwing shit at the wall.
1: Yeah, there you go. Got that's it. that that's that's Got it. old casino style, baby.
0: But I again, I ran with it and you were also wrong about Franklin knowing.
1: Oh, okay. I was wrong about Franklin knowing. And you
0: were wrong about how he figured it out. So,
1: I, I, yes, I was. I, I, I was in the right train of thought, and I just gave that nigga too much credit because he should have known at that point.
0: So when I've been telling you this whole season that Franklin is slipping.
1: Oh no, I've been I've been on board gotcha. with you. Yeah, yeah. Franklin, Franklin has absolutely been slipping. Um, and and I and I've been feeling that. But yeah, but I mean, I'll take half a bouquet of flowers. It's no big deal. I've been wrong before you were wrong like, again. In, like, bigger circumstances. Oh, my God. But I think
0: the hole that's now left, because you were wrong, mm-hmm. about that half of it is, how do man, boy, and Tanase know each other then?
1: That is a great question.
0: How did he know that was going to work, right? Because in my mind, like we were saying off mic, mm-hmm. if they were brother and sister, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. She was right there. The connection, they went to high school together for whatever reason. If they were mm-hmm. in foster care, that easily could have happened. Right. However... The only thread now between Tanase and Franklin is Leon, because they all went to school together. So how did Manboy know Tanase specifically was going to be able to make him that comfortable?
1: Well, uh, let me ask you this. Do do we think that that even makes a difference in the plot? Like, is, does that even matter? Yes. Okay.
0: I think it matters a great deal about how he knows her, because how did that work?
1: Well... Okay, however he knows her, obviously he used her brother, brother as a pressure point. Mhm. So, so I wouldn't say that it was an easy conversation. It sounded like more like he pressed the buttons.
0: Of course, yeah. that's not that's not my question. Okay. My question is how did he how does he know her? How it's, did he find her and how did he know that she would be able to get with Franklin? How did she how did he know that Franklin would be comfortable because the only way in my mind I think that he could have known that. It's through Leon, oh, nah. Be, like...
1: Here we go. My bad. My, I'm sorry to cut you off. Through Khadijah, she knew Khadijah. You know, I don't know, but you remember when you remember when um um Frank Franklin and Leon were in the hospital, and Franklin pulled Leon to the side and was like, Yo, you need to watch Jerome.
0: She didn't and know I, Khadijah, she knew Khadijah. They had mutual friends that no, used to dance.
1: No, 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 no. She, but she, she named her name, she was like Khadijah. It's, it's mutual friends, though. She didn't know
0: Khadijah. She knew of Khadijah. Like, they weren't cool. They have mutual friends from a
1: club. How, but how did you gather that? She didn't say that.
0: She did say it. She said, I have friends who are friends with her. I can oh, get information. You... Remember when she made the phone calls about what happened?
1: Yeah. Remember I... when her
0: girlfriend called her and said, hey, yo, they popped off or whatever? Right. That's the mutual friend she was talking about. She never said she was friends with Khadijah.
1: Okay. And frankly wouldn't have fucked with her if she was friends with Khadijah. You remember when you remember when um Scully got shot and they were trying to figure out if Scully was dead and she was like she could make a phone call to who? Somebody's baby mama?
0: It was but it wasn't Khadijah. It was a mutual friend that they have to find out.
1: Right. But I, I guess that's what I'm so maybe the connection is because when, when 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 T was introduced, she was introduced as one the girl that Took his virginity, and then two, uh, Franklin was like, "Yo, you used to run with all them Inglewood niggas." Mm-hmm. So her connection is somewhere through Inglewood, through Scully, through... yeah, yeah. I don't know. No. I, I feel what you're saying. Yeah, none I of that makes sense.
0: Because even if it wasn't Inglewood, uh-huh. how did he know? How did he find her? How did you see he what I'm find, saying? Yeah. How did? Because if the connection is she took his virginity, they were friends in high school. They knew each other. They'd be comfortable. How did he
1: end up finding all that out? But didn't we say that Drew, Drew and him went to the same high school? Didn't, didn't we come to that conclusion somehow? That Man Boy went to the same, because there was a story about how he became called Man Boy. Right?
0: There was, but I don't know if that meant they went to the same high school. Got I it. think it may have, but I don't know. Got I know it. he talked about getting that name in high school. But right. I don't know if they went to the same high school. I know they they were in the same area and then, yeah. and they knew of each other then because Manuel was selling small weight at the time, right? But I'm I'm interested in figuring out how how, how he found Tanase.
1: That's a good question. I think I think that's one that we need to keep our eyes peeled for then, because you may be onto something with that
0: one. Yeah, I, th- I think
1: it's a legitimate question. Um,
0: because I don't know how it would be Leon who connected it. Maybe it. Leon wasn't ever super mad at him before we saw Tanase, right? Like, if it had happened maybe after that shit with Gustavo, sure, that'd be easy to believe. But we met we met Tanase that night, so I don't think it was Leon.
1: Yeah, that's what. And Leon was never that fly with man boy to begin with, so it wouldn't happen that way.
0: But I'm saying if he was angry enough at one point, you know what I mean? Like, there have been times in the in the season where if he told me that was the case, Mm -hmm. and then we met Tanase after that that time, like. When he was starving out and trying to get a new plug, or right. when they had the fight in the hospital, right? Like if you if Tanase was introduced after one of those times, right? I would believe, or I could be more persuaded to believe that Leon connected them. Got it. But we saw Tanase after they fell out mm. for the first time. Okay. So I don't. I'm interested. I need to know where she came from because yeah. now she came from nowhere.
1: Okay. And she did. You and know she what fits
0: too perfectly into. Franklin's life like that was an easy plug and play
1: when when, when now that you bring it up too though there, it was interesting when we first got introduced to Tanase at the club and she saw Leon coming through the door and she said something like oh it's good to see that you keep your day one niggas which she made a reference to Leon right so so you could be on to something with that one I ain't gonna hold you you might be on to something with that one
0: I just don't know how that happened he from what we saw, he wasn't angry enough to do that before that night. That's yeah. why I don't want to believe that's what it is.
1: Yeah, it, 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 it'll it be hard kind of, it's hard tying the shoes on that one. But I think I think you even asking the question has a lot of relevance. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I'm I'm going to follow you. That's something we need to pay attention to. Um, have we given up on the Oakland soldiers? They have no reason to come anymore, right? They're on furlough. Let like, me tell you something.
0: If the people at the end of this episode, Man Boy made a phone call. For extra people to come with Uzis and bullets. Yeah. If them motherfuckers show up. Yeah. And these Oakland soldiers don't. Yeah. I tell you motherfucking what. Yeah. These <laughs> like, Oakland
1: soldiers, you need to cancel their subscription.
0: Oakland, the city. I love y'all as a city. Yeah. But we need to talk about y'all riders because apparently back in '85 they won't showing up.
1: Yeah, they won't showing up. Y'all, y'all gave the recipe for the crack and then just kept the soldiers for yourself. Listen, I don't like, I don't like the way that rolls out. Mm. Um. Okay. All right. So. Let's table that let's table that uh how to not say no man boy conversation. 'Cause that that might come up. Um, uh, we didn't address the snowfall titles. Are we still going with the crack theory?
0: Yeah, because now it's enveloping the word. Right. Like you, it's covering the word snowfall now. Right. It has to be a rock at this point, honestly.
1: Has to be rock at this point. If yeah. it's not, like I I, I wanna see how they're gonna pull this one yeah, out. Yeah, fuck ass. y'all if it's not
0: it's stupid, whatever yeah. it is like.
1: I, I wonder if we're kind of like putting too much we probably are. investment into it. <laughs> like, I think we
0: just got really attached because the last couple seasons they did a really good job of making it relevant.
1: Man, I'm telling you, it was only season three. We gonna go back, but I think it was only season three that they did it. I don't think it was season two, but I think you're full of shit. I'm not here to argue with you, six. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I'm, I'm not here to argue with you on this microphone today. Oh, um,
0: you're a liar. <laughs> I'm the, you like literally the worst s- kind of liar. Right you now. literally said before we started recording. Come on, man. Oh, I'll make stuff up to Come argue on, with you about don't it. G- don't give away our pre-production oh, my. God. Pre-production is Treasy likes to argue.
1: Nah, man. Well, because I know that I know that that's what you know. That's what the people want. That's what keeps it going.
0: What? You know what I mean? So, damn me. Okay, whatever.
1: (laughs) Um, Irene is writing part two of her motherfucking story.
0: Irene is writing her death certificate.
1: Yeah, she's pretty, like, everybody is telling her, hey, listen, the CIA will kill you. And she's like, yeah, whatever. I don't give a fuck. I want to tell the truth. She must be a Libra. Probably. (laughs) She's probably, yeah, it's probably October something for her.
0: Gotta be. Because
1: she's just too, like. Or she could be a Virgo.
0: Gotta know everything, gotta be a part of everything, everything gotta be her way
1: got it. It's one of them two cuz she's just way too obsessed with like the truth. Like the truth matters at this point. She she literally made a statement like um I uh when, in that scene where she was talking to her editor, she literally made a statement like uh, I'll be happy when I see the the CIA on TV like pissing in their pants or something like that. Who do you think you are? You're know, like, "Yo, what do you think what do you think is going to happen when you expose them?"
0: Who do it, and again, it just she is extremely
1: selfish. Yeah, selfish. I'm I'm with you. They use the proper, her ex-husband used the proper word to me that I, I feel like is the right, it's just the right nomenclature for who she is, man. She's just stubborn. Before we
0: even get to that, right, like, Franklin decides to call Irene. I don't. I don't know why he would do that.
1: I saw the wealth in that. I mean, listen. I mean,
0: I, sure, right? I you get, know who
1: I am, so yeah, there's no mystery.
0: Yeah, but he didn't know enough about Irene mm-hmm. to do that. I I get it, but no,
1: it, he knew enough. He did obviously. He did his homework because he brought up her name and or her her family. No, name. I mean
0: about her as an individual, about her personality. Cause in his mind, this would make her stop, and anyone else's, All right. any other sane reporter, like, hmm, you named my husband and my child, right? I should relax.
1: Yeah, he knew he knew she wasn't a punk after that,
0: right? Because he said to her, you know, hey, I'd, it'd be a shame if something happened to Henry or Jane, and right. she decided to buck up.
1: Hey, you leave my family the fuck out of this, man. Like, and he
0: said, <laughs> "What?" Well, hey, he mean. said, whoa.
1: "Whoa, whoa, Irene, saying it like I'm a." They're I the wouldn't ones do that. to do something
0: that. Like, like, that bitch, you are playing with the CIA. I ain't gotta touch you at all.
1: That was slick. But everything he was saying was right and exact though. Yeah. In terms of like, yo, like, like, you could be mad at me if you want to, but it's their system. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you know it. It's their system. Um and their system is like a really big system and this newspaper is not really as big as their system. And this newspaper wants to be around. It doesn't really care about you. Yeah. And like, and if I know who your family are and I'm just the nigga from South Central,
0: you pay taxes, ma'am.
1: They can find you. They can find you easily. I don't
0: know, friend might want to rethink that.
1: Yeah. But she's just so fucking, she's so headstrong, man. She's, this is why you can't fight an opponent with anger, right? Like Mm -hmm. she's the prime example of why you can't fight an opponent with anger. Cause then you're you're blinded. You know, um what what um uh Godfather Three, what did might what it what did Michael tell um what was Sonny's boy's name?
0: I don't want you to ever think I paid attention to the Godfather Three.
1: Oh, you tripping. Godfather three was like a bad Jay Z album. It's still better than the album. Maybe average if I watch
0: album. it as I'm older, but I watched when I was younger, so I only respect the first and second
1: ones. No, nah, Vincent, that was his name. No, nah, man. Michael Corleone was dropping so many gems in in part three. That's fine to Vincent, and one of them that he dropped was like because like Vincent had a problem with um, Joey Zaza. He kept he kept having this issue with Joey Zaza, mm-hmm. like and and like he just wanted to kill Joey Zaza, and fucking Michael Corleone just had to pull him to the side. He was like, "Yo, you can't use anger when it comes to your enemies. It'll cloud your judgment." Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and I think. She's kind of the walking sort of embodiment of that. She's like Vincent, Vincent Mancini in that way where it's like, yo, you're so fucking angry with the government that you're clouding it's clouding the their capabilities for you. <laughs> like when you're talking to your ex-husband, talking about I'm going off the grid, he's like, Bitch, do you hear yourself?
0: Bitch
1: is not <laughs> yo. You not James Bond, yo. Like, uh, ma'am. <laughs> like, what is going on? I had here? to
0: come over here to board up a window for you. Are
1: you gonna go off the grid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come shut on. up. Grid. So, um, yeah, it's clear that like, it, I, so one thing I found myself asking in that conversation with Franklin and Irene is, is Franklin delusional? And the reason why I asked that is because he, like, she, she was like, wait, you know, wait a minute. You think like they'll protect you? You'll think that you think that, like, you're absolved from any, you know, any harm doing because you work for them? Like, no, you're blood in, blood out type shit. And he was, he kind of brushed that off. Like, yeah, maybe, but that's, you know, that's my problem. We'll worry about that when it come.
0: I think he brushed it off in front of her. I think he's always considered that. I think this whole time Franklin has been setting himself up for what happens after.
1: Okay um even but but it's after on his I'm sorry to cut you off it's after on his own his own reconnaissance right it's like it's not
0: no cuz even with that the whole getting information about reed he didn't just get stuff about reed's job he got information that could get reed in trouble at his job okay he got information about um the dead white woman who they everybody was looking for before like right he knows a lot about reed that has nothing to do with his job
1: okay he good kind point. of had
0: his own little insurance policy Good point. Which is probably why the CIA was looking for that when they went into Reed's office. Good point. About Franklin. Okay.
1: I'm with you on that then.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think that, I think that history has shown that the CIA will protect him as long as he proves valuable. Mm-hmm. And as of right now, he's still valuable, especially if he's expanding into new markets. Mm. Um, but I, I don't think he believes that, that's why he did the cleanup. The cleanup, yes, was partly about making sure he doesn't go to prison forever.
1: The cleanup. What do you mean?
0: Him going to even see and talk to Irene.
1: Oh, right, 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 right.
0: Um, but part of it was also, I need to protect this relationship because this—they're not. They may not do it. Yeah. He was still moving at their behest, not just for him. Got it. Yeah. Okay. I
1: okay. believe so. Anyway. No, no, no. I like it. I like it. I, I, I don't think you're wrong in that way. Um, Paul Davis is out.
0: Paul Davis is out, baby. This
1: nigga gave his money back in the envelope. Crisp, job, crisp dollar bill, and
0: sent his representative.
1: Yeah, what, what's the dude name? Willie, Willie something. Anyway, I don't remember. Yeah, it was. I forget. She, Willie Childress, I think. she yeah. she, she said his name was. Nigga definitely bought his campaign money back. That's In a faux
0: piece suit. Said, hey, we're not gonna need this.
1: Yeah. Now I will say this: this is the difference between Paul Davis and Clay Davis. Clay Davis ain't giving that money back. No. He just going... He He would have said he can
0: get it back in blood.
1: Yeah. Clay Davis just would have took your money and he would have ghosted you. But Paul Davis had enough integrity to give you your money back.
0: Speaking of money, real quick, before we get there, Mm -hmm. um, remember the scene, I think Franklin's in the club, Mm -hmm. Tanase comes in Mm -hmm. and like they're talking about going to this funeral or whatever. Uh, It's before all this happened. Okay. When they were like kissing in in this dimly lit office. Right. Franklin's reading a piece of paper and and it's a balance sheet.
1: 21 mil, nigga.
0: What was that? What was that balance sheet for? Because they showed us the amount of money on purpose they had to.
1: That was a lot of money. That's a very good point. I'm trying to think what business are they involved with that has that much money? Because that's not a ledger of how much Coke you're selling. You ain't doing the books on how much Coke you're selling. Are they? You would be dumb too. That's a hell of a Have paper Have you met trail. Franklin? But that I don't think that was Franklin. Don't know how to use no typewriter, man. Okay. Maybe, maybe he do.
0: I'm about to say it's a typewriter.
1: But but I don't. <laughs> but he don't. I I'm, feel like that's what Louis put together.
0: But even so, I think I'm I'm interested in finding out is that um is that real estate, is that something to do with the club? I want to know what that number is attached to. Yeah, it's, because it's, they didn't tell us anything except 21 mil.
1: Yeah, and I'm trying to think like I don't think the club I don't think you can get away with the club having 21 mil. I don't think that club can generate 21 million in in a year's time. Right. Um real estate
0: They don't own enough buildings for that. They don't own
1: that. enough real estate for that.
0: Well, wait, maybe they do because they have a couple apartment buildings.
1: Oh, so that could be that could be their their yeah, that could be their equity. That could it could be. That could be their
0: but but why is why was that important to show us?
1: Because it's important to show us how big Franklin really is.
0: No, there's something more to that. I agree. We may not see it now, but I just want to put a pin in that that yeah. they did call out twenty one million dollars. Well, and then Tanasse walked in.
1: I think also what that tells us is that niggas can niggas can really depart and make a new life for themselves like they really have the ability to make a a brand new life for themselves
0: right? maybe
1: with 21 million um especially when you when you're thinking about like what does sissy <clears throat> what what does sissy want at this point right like paul davis gives the money back you know Alt, alton's leaving or wants to leave like what like What's in it for Sissy? What What's keeping her tethered? Obviously, outside of the fact that this is her son. I, I don't know. Maybe that's a good question. Why did they show us that twenty one million? That's a very good question, man. And what industry?
0: We don't have to figure that out right now. I yeah. just want to
1: offer that. But that's but but uh, that was a good catch. I'm glad you caught that because that's something that's something I'm gonna be looking out for. Yeah, from here on in. Um. Uh. Where do we go from here? Um, Jerome
0: and Louis fight about going to this funeral. Yes,
1: and Jerome said, "I'm putting all y'all niggas on notice. I'm going to this funeral, nigga." Full of shit. <laughs> um, I feel him, man. You know, he's not all this scheming and dreaming. This ain't really it. You know what I'm saying? I could trust these niggas in the projects, um, because I, you know, I can look them in the eye. I can blow smoke in their face. I yeah. trust these niggas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you know, we can work it out. This other shit, everything, all this other shit the niggas is doing, man, it's all it's all over my head and I'm just frustrated with it. That just kinda seems like that's his vibe.
0: Operating off of emotion. Yeah. Whoever scratches his itching ears is who he's most comfortable with, unfortunately.
1: Okay. Um so, so you feel like that's an indictment? That's an indictment on Jerome?
0: I don't know if it's an indictment. I just it's how he moves. Okay. He 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 very much needs to be an OG. And nothing's wrong with that as a man. Needing to to feel that, but it would seem that there has been more than one time where it's fucked him up. Um, he goes to his funeral. Louis lets him know, "Hey, we probably shouldn't do that. People want us dead, and that's a funeral. People know where that is."
1: Um, but his point was valid, though. It, it was valid. Yeah, it's like it, it, this ain't that this ain't no more dangerous than anything else we've been doing because we right here in plain sight f- and got problems with on every frontier.
0: Yeah, but still, yeah, you're you're much more relaxed at a funeral, or the ideas that you would be right. Funerals are usually considered neutral places. Yeah. Um. So he goes to his funeral. Louis decides to show up and be a supportive wife that she most often is. Well, and here come fucking Khadija and the two bitches who thought who killed the fake Leon. <laughs> who
1: Killed the fake Leon.
0: Like I don't yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're important. I'm wondering if those are Tanase's friends. To be honest with you, if those Tanase's mutual friends. Could be. Could be. Um, but they're in the back seat of the car, and I'm thinking, I knew I was right. I told y'all, he can stop focus on this plug and get his little sister the fuck together. And he didn't. Yeah. He kept worrying about Tanase and this little plug, because he's going to drop his application with the CIA. You know, he's in queue. Right, <laughs> right now, he's going through the background yeah, check. He getting his references. <laughs> but instead, he should have been trying to placate his sister.
1: Yeah, and, and and he tried to his defense. I think the only way that you're going to stop Khadija is kill her. I mean, what can you say? She's it's not about reason- saying anything. Okay. It's
0: about doing something that makes her... F- you can manipulate everybody else but her. You know her best.
1: Yeah, but he made it clear why it is he's not... He cannot kill them right now.
0: But I'm not... You need to lie. You need to manipulate her. You need to make it so she... Ha- She's a sit still. If Tanazi's doing what she needs to do, yeah, you have those phone calls, and all of your energy needs to go in to play in your sister to keep her out of the way. Uh, but there's
1: nothing to argue about that I, I hear it's not so much it's not about arguing, but I don't think that you used the word satiate last time, which I really like. I'm gonna add that to my vocabulary. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything you can do to satiate how she feels other than bring him bring her Leon's head.
0: That's that's true. That's why I'm saying he needed to manipulate her. He needed to be more worried about how to keep her out of these situations.
1: But what, but what do you do?
0: I don't know. Anything. Something. Say, lie. Say, hey, I think he's going this way. Such and such is happening. You need to keep her out of the way.
1: Yeah, but she was using her own resources to get to her own answers.
0: Damn, that's fine. Yeah. But you in charge. I
1: So here's the thing. I don't think what you're saying is wrong. I just think that like.
0: He didn't try hard enough is what I'm saying. He tries to manipulate and plays everybody else. But when it comes to his sister, he didn't do it. And she keeps fucking shit
1: up. I mean, the nigga even played the card of like, yo, I took care of your motherfucking molesting ass uh, the adopted daddy. I killed that nigga and I kept my word. Nigga, it, it, so? I don't know. I think you got, I mean, you got to put, you got to Nancy Kerrigan the bitch. You have to meet people where they are. You know
0: that words are not going to stop her. Yeah. So you need to play with her. Send her on a fucking goose chase, bro. Give her some busy work. I don't
1: know. I I, I think. I, Tell
0: her Leon's gonna be up in Oakland with these soldiers. No, up in Oakland. No, seriously. <laughs> Tell her Leon's meeting up with the plug at such and such place. You can go get both. Like you need uh-huh. to send her on a goose chase.
1: I, I hear you. I, I mean, obviously that would be better for everybody. I just don't think Khadija's that stupid.
0: I don't think she that smart. The bitch shot on a funeral.
1: And shooting I, don't, shoot and I Louis, don't think that's stupid. No, shooting Louie is stupid. Well, obviously her aim wasn't to get I mean, it's, it's not saying that she I mean it might have been one of the other ladies that shot Louie. Either way. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. I don't I don't think I don't think see, every like Franklin's playing politics, man boy's playing politics, right? But it seems like everybody else around, and then Sissy, she playing politics. Nobody else is playing politics. Everybody else is playing checker. Because everybody else is stupid but see like i don't know i don't i don't yes and no it depends on where, where your ambition lies she has no she doesn't give a fuck about this plug shit that's not who that's not what she wants like like my she was, fault
0: isn't on her I, I don't khadijah is who she is i'm not blaming mm-hmm. khadijah
1: okay i'm you're, blaming, you're blaming man, boy. man boy
0: if you're gonna be in charge be in charge
1: the but, fault is yours. But this is what politics looks like, though. Right. It's, it's but, not...
0: but the fault is his.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: That's no, all I'm saying. The, the, because she went out there. If you were aiming for Leon, you missed. And instead, you shot Louis, which is going to create a heap of problems that, again, she cannot mitigate.
1: And yeah. this is man boy's fault period yeah see see for her i don't think she give a fuck like that's fine louie i will kill motherfucking sissy i'll kill no she don't care but again
0: my indictment isn't on her yeah it's on man boy
1: but man boy is the only yeah i get you none of that matters he's in charge i don't care he's not in charge of her that this is on scully really if you want to be if you want to be really real
0: either way it's not her fault yeah. And it is on Man Boy, not Scully. We see that Scully is not doing anything. Man Boy has decided to take control
1: of the situation. But that's what I'm saying. But Man Boy, her, I mean, but Scully, her husband. No, no.
0: But Man Boy has put himself, even with the two of them, in uh-huh. charge of the situation. He has proclaimed, I have something working about the plug. Right. I have something working about Leon. You have put yourself in charge. They have aligned with that in some sort of way. Whether they're falling in line is one thing, but they have agreed, basically, you get to be in charge because they're blaming you when things don't go correctly. Uh, and if you're going to be in charge, it's your fault. If you and your daughter are in target and she breaks something, mm-hmm. it's your fault. You have to pay for it. I have, yeah, I have to pay for it. So, man, and what you do as a parent, yeah. as the person in charge, is to go out of your way to make sure that—not saying that your daughter is hyper like this, right. but that your hyper daughter who will be bouncing all over the walls—is right. is contained. Yeah. Okay. If it's bringing her headphones, giving her an iPad to watch, you you distract her.
1: Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's cut through the let's cut through the fat. Is manboy capable of killing Khadijah? No. You don't think so? No. Okay. Is Khadijah on the chopping block to die this season?
0: No. Next season maybe, but not this season. I
1: don't she's know. she's become valuable now. Did you see the did you see the um the preview for episode 9? No. Oh, there's a scene where it looked like Uncle Jer- uh, it looked like Jerome and somebody else closed closed in on somebody and pulled out guns, and they about to, they about to light up somebody's car like the training day scene. True. Yeah, and, and and I can see it being Khadijah. I can see that being Khadijah or um, – because here's here's the thing now. If you take down Khadijah, now Scully pops. He reemerges now. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to make any proclamations on who I think is in that car. But, but to me, the only way that you're going to stop Khadijah is to kill her. And that's what I'm saying about Manboy It's like I, I hear what you're saying about these proclamations. But I think if like what they've kind of established is what T said, T said some shit that she kind of put it in a way that like. I feel like I was I was getting around to and I was making it more sadistic than what it was in terms of like, yo know, he puts. Manboy is putting. He puts the business before the family. Right. That's what T made clear when they were at the hospital. Right. Mm-hmm. When she slipped up and called the nigga Drew, because mm-hmm. that was the moment that 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 mm-hmm. Franklin realized it. Right. When she called him Drew, mm-hmm. um, she said that um, she she basically told Franklin to make a deal to give man boy the plug. To call Khadijah off.
0: You're missing a huge part of that. Because she was saying that she knew that's what he wanted, like, Uh that she had all this information. Right, right, right. And decided to never share how she may or may not have gotten the information, like a dumbass. Right. After, um, basically, Manboy was like, hey, make it work or you and your brother finna die.
1: Right. Which, I mean, which is why she's stupidly, she was in a pressure cooker situation. So that's why she just kind of gave away the information.
0: But even with that, I think that's a callback to... Leon pointing out that he has people in jail that somehow has yeah. to tie in with her little brother. I don't I don't have a big conversation to have about it, but I just want to call that back out that he did say that when they were talking to Fatback about him going to jail. Right. And somehow ha- that has to be tied together.
1: Yeah, I can I can see it. Because
0: there. his brother, her brother got moved closer to her. Mhm. So, we'll see.
1: And and yeah.
0: But yeah, that bitch called a nigga Drew and Franklin was like, "Huh? Well, Drew?" Okay.
1: You know this heard thing? you. Yeah.
0: He kind of rolled his neck like, oh I gotta kill this bitch, my god, today."
1: Yeah. You ain't even peep. He had like a little tear that was like forming yeah, in his eye. he
0: was like, "Not my baby." Yeah. <coughs> Dumbass nigga.
1: But hey, but that lets you know. Listen, he he, you know, he ain't no. I mean, he a sucker for the pussy, but if it come down to like picking the pussy or you know, or preservation, he gonna preserve every time.
0: Before we get past the scene, okay. Who do you think Sissy's leaving with? Do you think she's being honest about not leaving with Alton? Because Alton came back
1: at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. I think she's definitely considering leaving with Alton.
0: I think, she, yeah.
1: I think she needs some space to think about it. You know, I think I think Paul Davis pulling out um, and her realizing that there's no legitimacy left. Ever. Um, I think that's a very big strike in, in, in Alton's column, mm-hmm. right, for her leaving with him. Because it's like, yo- I'm the mother of this nigga who's been outed by the CIA. Whether whether or not I'm gonna have a problem with legitimacy in everybody that I talk to, I'm also going to have it. I also potentially have a problem with the CIA. Mm-hmm. So I need to. I kind of need to disappear and start over. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I I think her leaving with Alton is not is not a big stretch. But what I don't think happens is I don't think Alton makes it. I think Alton. I can I can definitely see um I can oh, definitely gonna see kill Alton. killing killing Alton
0: He's going to cry when he does it, but I think he kills him.
1: Yeah. and So in that way, even if she did decide to go with him, they don't make it to Havana. You know, it'd be like it's going to be like the end of uh uh what's the shit? Slim Queen and Slim that, Queen that shit pissed Slim. me off so <laughs> They're going to be right there on the on, on the jank and he on on the tarmac.
0: We went and saw that movie and I was I remember looking at you like I know yeah. Good and hell well. Crazy. I was crazy. I don't talk about it.
1: Yeah, crazy. Crazy, crazy. Um, so yeah, so I don't think he makes it. Um so yeah, but I yeah, I I I think she could leave with him. I I just don't know which way she's gonna go. Yeah. Um she just kind of made it seem like she's tired of both their asses. So maybe she goes her own way.
0: I doubt that. Yeah. I think that um at the end of the day, she got her husband back recently and he's been doing all of the right things. Yeah. He has made a life for himself and for her. That's true. Mama got to have a life too.
1: Mama got to have a life too. Um, okay.
0: But Franklin tells Tanase, let Drew know, and he called him Drew back. Did you notice that? Yeah. Um. He said, let yeah, Drew. Let Drew. Yeah. Yeah. Let Drew know we're going to make the deal and told Leon not to let Uncle Jerome leave. Yeah. That was Keep big. Keep him here.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Which for me, re- I think what reestablish what feels like them coming back together okay. is the fact that when Tanase walked up to talk to Franklin by herself, immediately, Leon came. Leon came right over. Immediately. Yeah. And what Leon has always been better at Franklin um, is doing is realizing when people aren't who they say they are.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Leon's always been good about pointing that out or, or noticing it, whether or not he called it out, but- we always, when someone's playing with Franklin, yeah. Leon's never far away. Mm. Even when Leon told him now, hey, don't don't get yourself in this shit, stay out of it. Right. He was right. He was right. He immediately pulled up. So that for me was like, okay, the boys are back. The band's back together. I can theme. see that.
1: Yeah, I can see um, that. And
0: that. then even letting him know, hey, you handle Uncle Jerome.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was like, okay, so the, the band's back together. But so Jerome goes to see Louis, and that's heartbreaking.
1: <sighs> yeah, man. Uh, Jerome acted his ass off in his joint. He Like, even just ass. the
0: way he was whimpering. It wasn't even a cry. Yeah. Like.
1: Yeah. And when he came back, he was like, I'll tell you what we going to do. We go, I'm going to go back to the hood. Yeah. I'm going to get niggas. Wait, that was just a good scene.
0: Yeah. Man. And Leon ain't try hard enough, though. He grabs grabbed his arm. Hey, Franklin says stay here. That's not what you were supposed to say. Right. You were supposed to have an emotional man-to-man, mono-e-mono conversation. Not tell him your nephew who you can't stand. Right. Said, stay here.
1: Nigga said, fuck Franklin. And
0: now enunciated every <laughs> single letter in both them words.
1: All of that. So here's what I'm going to say about that, man. And this is the thing about, this is the thing about, like, these violent chains of reactions. This nigga's very emotional about, are they, are, are, are Jerome and, and Louis married? I can't remember. Are they married or are they just like, they I just think partners? they hood married. They hood married. Okay. Yeah. And I'll stand for that.
0: Because- because she's Aunt Louie. Right. So she's either they are married in real life or she's been around long enough to be common law.
1: Right. But she's Aunt Louie. She's Aunt Louie. Yeah. So here's the thing this nigga is very emotional about Louie, mm-hmm. as he should be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You gotta give Khadija some grace. You gotta understand Khadija a little bit, right? If you're ready to grab these guns and go kill everybody in sight off of your wife who who has participated, willingly participated in this trade.
0: Who got to give her grace?
1: I just think everybody got to give her a little bit of grace. No. I hear you. uh, Yeah. But that's hindsight. It's hindsight. No, it's not. Treasy, No, man. Treasy. Huh. If, if, not yours. If
0: a woman is in my neighborhood and for some reason my cat is outside Mm -hmm. and she hits my cat with her car. Mm Mm-hmm. And I go back and shoot her in the face. Mm-hmm. Should her husband give me grace because she killed my cat? And my cat's like my child to bring it
1: around. Like I'm very obsessed with my cat. No, he doesn't have to. He can perpetuate the cycle, but then he has to deal with whoever whoever has your back.
0: My daddy coming for you, by the
1: way. You see what but, I'm saying?
0: No, but the grace is hindsight. His He's literally just walked out of a room where his wife is like,
1: come on. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to say this. J- if Jerome... You wouldn't do that. <sighs> You wouldn't do that. At you can't tell me you would. Point,
0: no, At some point, yes, no, no, no. but not five minutes after. I, I get it. It wasn't five minutes after. Not it an it hour, was long
1: enough for the nigga to wash his hands and get that blood not off Not
0: five hours after. Not five days after. Yeah. I
1: No, I get it. I, I get At why- least, he,
0: Can she wake up before we start giving niggas grace? Like, I,
1: I get why he's upset. Trust me. I get I'm not saying he shouldn't be upset. What I'm saying is is that this is the fucking- This is the shit that we as people have to stop and think about. Right? Like, be, no, because some somebody has to say this type of shit. Like, I get it. All this all this shit on Snowfall is very entertaining. Mm-hmm. All this shit is entertaining in the movies, right? Mm-hmm. It's very entertaining. But in real life, this kind of shit happens.
0: Absolutely. Somebody
1: kills somebody, and then somebody has to retaliate. Then that person has to retaliate. Then this person has to retaliate. And everybody feels justified and vindicated.
0: But I think that you're absolutely right, right? If we're getting on that, I'm not going to argue that. Yeah. But I think those conversations are... Are important before things happen, right? So to say that someone should give grace after finding their loved one damn near dead is unfair to do, right? But if you're saying that people should think about these things if they're in this in these situation where this could happen, yeah. of course, right? If it was if it was giving her giving Khadijah grace before Louis got shot, so you could be in that mindset, yeah. that's one thing. But no, I'm not giving anyone grace. The mind that I have, I wouldn't do something like this because I understand what could happen. Yeah, but if I didn't have that mindset, I'm not going to get it the day you shoot
1: my mom. Bro. Of course, of course, of course. So yeah, you got re- yeah, yeah. so
0: you have to rephrase how you're saying that because saying that he needs to give her grace now is one thing, but if you're asking people to consider these things beforehand, that's a different conversation.
1: Okay, then, 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 then I'll, I'll switch my words in that way then because what, of course, of course, I get the emotion, man. Of course I get it. I mean we we're not going to beat the horse, but you know you you said that like um you know you you're saying beforehand. The thing about it is like this is the, b- beforehand is very it's a very tricky
0: you have to have a adjective.
1: plan. Yeah, but no, but it's kind of like you kind of got to go cold turkey with it. You have to go cold turkey with it because because that's the thing that gets people in trouble is the emotional reaction right like that's kind of the whole thing this nigga shoots up my block we back at his block an hour later they back out our block two hours later like it's all emotional so in terms of getting on in terms of like giving it space you have to you have to sleep on it
0: no no i'm not disagreeing with that yeah. all i'm saying is those conversations have to you have to come to that resolve within yourself before yeah. something happens to you right you can't get that resolve in that emotional moment. You have to go into that saying, yeah. "I know these things happen and I'm going to make sure that I'm fixing a problem, not creating a new one." Right? I agree. But that has to be a mindset you have before you get a dead body at your doorstep.
1: I, I agree. I that, agree. That that
0: is that realization doesn't happen in that moment. You have to have already come to that mm-hmm. and simply be acting out on the plan that you've made if something like this happens to you, God forbid.
1: I, I I get totally what you're saying. Uh, so I'll put a ball on this by saying this. With all things considered right now, I'm Team Khadijah. You're nuts. No, I think it's nuts to be I think it's I I'm not Team Jerome.
0: Have you been watching the show?
1: Absolutely been watching the show. So are you team Khadijah because she's the only person who doesn't sell drugs? No. I'm Team Khadijah because if somebody killed my daughter, I'm absolutely killing everybody involved. Okay. So so if somebody motherfucking wife who is involved in this shit mm-hmm. gets hit, so what, nigga? She made a choice to be involved in this shit. My baby did not. Fair. So, so how anybody can be anything other than Team Khadijah at this point right now? It's weird to me.
0: Well, we have emotional attachments to characters we've been watching for four seasons. That's
1: how. I, I know, but that's but that you know, and I'll say that 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 is kind of the sign of good writing because yeah. we should absolutely be on Khadijah's side. She did nothing to get here. That oh, we've yeah. seen.
0: Oh, you're speaking about real life
1: about yeah. my real feelings. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. That's
0: it, what I'm saying. Oh no no, if we're talking about real life, absolutely. Yeah. If you kill my cat, I'm raining down on you like Katrina. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but no, this this is a show we watched for four seasons. Aunt <laughs> Louie is my aunt, is my aunt in real life. And I fuck with Louie, but this bitch uh, got go. to go. I sit want down. No no, I want all three of them bitches in the ground by yeah. next by next um Wednesday at 11. Yeah. No. And, and, that's and my I mean, Aunt Louis.
1: and 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 by that, like I mean she, Leon got to go too low key. You know Cuz listen because Leon been... Leon got to go. Had, I mean, I... You I, know, had
0: Franklin just given up Leon, we'd avoid all this. Yeah. We'd avoid all this.
1: We could have took... We could have we took the... You know, yeah. He really should have, man. Mm-hmm. In hindsight, he really should have. I get why he didn't. I get why you wouldn't want to. wouldn't have talked
0: to Irene. We wouldn't be having any shootouts. Fatback would be alive. All he had to do was give Leon yeah. to man boy because even then the police looking for him, you give him his body, yeah, Hood got to him
1: and 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 listen if I'm man boy I'm trying to put myself in manboy's shoes in terms of like chain of events, and I'm trying to think how much of this he was privy to to be able to make this play in in this point, but I mean with the conversation that Reed had with Franklin about like yo i I thought you were I thought you had more balls than this. In terms of, like, not letting your little feelings get in the way, mm-hmm. right? So if there's a way that Man Boy can play that card with Reed to get him to understand that, like, listen, all of this shit happened because your man didn't give him up.
0: They got to prove to me how Reed and Man Boy even get in contact with one another before I even entertain that conversation.
1: Yeah, no, I get you. Because I
0: can't even see that happening right now, so.
1: Now, I mean, okay, here's some potential ways it could happen. Um T definitely got numbers off that pager. And I'm sure she gave man boy these pager numbers. I'm sure that was kind of part of the deal.
0: I feel like man boy would have acted on that and wouldn't need to be doing all this because he said that you haven't given me anything yet.
1: Okay, then that then maybe that's a card she can,
0: well. Mm-mm. She's trying to get her money and get out.
1: Yeah, she is. but But she's also... Okay, so I feel like that's a card she might have played before the way that this ended. Because the way that this ended, you know, uh, you know, Franklin was smooth about it. And he heard her basically tell Man boy that like, okay, this nigga's going to give you the plug. And what you got to do is hold off Khadijah long enough for him to think that she ain't coming after him. But after that, let the dogs loose. Mm-hmm. So, so she was willing to basically give this nigga the plug and it's cool. Kill Franklin. I don't give a fuck. She that's was- what I'm
0: saying. So, like, she was never... She didn't need to drag it out. So if it was finding the numbers on the pager, mm-hmm. she would have simply given him the phone numbers, mm-hmm. and it would have been over. Got it. He would have reached out to the numbers, found Reed, and that's it. Well, but yeah. Man Boy said, you haven't given me what I needed yet. Yeah. So that couldn't have been it.
1: Okay. Well, what the, what the fuck did she do with, with the pager then? I
0: think maybe the, Reed's number wasn't in there. You know, pagers oh, yeah, don't keep everything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true.
1: Because he might just he might just hit a code and that code means meet me at the drop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. I got you.
0: Like they're not cell phone records like.
1: That's true. That's true. Good point. Um but I I did think that that was interesting that first of all the the fact that she can she came with the whole meeting. And that was very stupid. Well,
0: she didn't think that through. I she, think that she was getting desperate.
1: She didn't think it through. So all right. So what this show has been doing a lot it, it it's been doing a lot of like callbacks to other gangster films, mm-hmm. right? So like when Reed, when Franklin met up with Reed, you know he finally got a hold of him and 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 Reed, you know Reed was
0: very concerned about Louis.
1: Yeah, he was very concerned about Louis, and he said, you know, you let this you let this shit happen, get out of control, and I'm gonna take Irene, you take Alton. Um, before he left, he came back and gave Franklin a little piece of information, and he was just like, yo. At this point, you can't trust nobody, right? Because everybody is looking for a way to protect themselves, mm-hmm. which is basically what Franklin said at the beginning of the episode. Y'all just looking to protect yourselves, mm-hmm. but the way he gave him that information—did that feel similar? Did that feel similar to something you've seen before?
0: I hate when you do this. Just tell me what it felt similar to.
1: I'm sorry, because <laughs> I just want to see if I'm the only one thinking about it like that. It kind of felt like the scene, and I, everything goes back to Godfather to me. It kind of felt like the scene in Godfather. Don't roll your eyes at me, Six. Oh, my God. Well, it, it is. It is what it
0: is. It, Guys, it, you know, we have to do something else next, and I'm I'm very certain that the next thing that we do, we're going to break down each movie The Godfather. We have to. Because I'm tired of him talking about these goddamn movies. We have we to. We have to give him the space to give his shit off.
1: We do. We'll
0: figure out how to do that and make it more than three episodes, so we, give us a second.
1: And when we get there, I have a really good story about who I actually really wanted to have a very long conversation about The Godfather with. But we'll talk about that when we get there because that's absolutely coming okay but you have but I want people to see a lot of these movies that were being called back to in this whole series because they're very they're very luminous callbacks so that whole scene was kind of like when um one of the last conversations that we saw Vito have with Michael mm-hmm. when he was like you know when he was telling him like how to spot the traitor Yes, And he was like, yo, the person that brings you the bar, to you. the yeah, meeting yeah, yeah. is the traitor. Uh-huh. And that's how he figured out that Tessio was.
0: T, Tessio, get it?
1: Okay. Get it. You, you feel me now, uh-huh. right? T, Tessio, tenace. Uh-huh. Uh, so, 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 the two S's, two T's, you know, or a T, a T a S. You're you reaching know. again. I'm, yeah, I'm reaching. But um, it kind of felt like that. And he even did like the, he even like pointed at his head like, yeah. know that. You yeah. know, kind of like on some veto shit. Yeah. That's some veto shit. So th- that was very godfatherish to me um, when he dropped that information. So, so when... but I
0: think what that also read to me was I hope Franklin understood that signal to me as a watcher, oh, I can't trust Reed anymore either. That's what that felt well, like to me.
1: Well, Reed told him flat out like two episodes ago everybody's replaceable.
0: No, no. But it felt like to me, to your point, about does Franklin believe that they're going to protect him? To me, that pointed out maybe.
1: Oh yeah, maybe now be...
0: Reeves on a cleanup. Right. I have nothing to do with Franklin anymore. Maybe it's just the cleanup.
1: G- good point. Good point. When he
0: said you can't trust anybody.
1: Good point. Very of, good point. Of
0: course, he was talking to Franklin and probably wasn't speaking about himself. But for me, as the watcher, I was like, hmm. Yeah. What are you about to do?
1: Good point. Yeah, and I and I think that um, Reed, that was also a projection moment because I think that's what he's what he's going you know, he's going through. You know, he can't trust Ivy. This Havermeyer niggas going through his office. Like, you know, I don't I remember I told you there was like a early on in the season, um they said something about Gustavo that made Reed like his ears perk up like, what? You know, about about him doing something the, the shit that he did that got Kevin killed or yeah. whatever. That whole situation. It was something that that Leon and Franklin were talking about that caught Reed off guard about it mm-hmm. that like yo Gustavo has the capacity to double cross me too mm-hmm. and i'm not saying that he will or he won't but yeah. it you know the way it was thrown in there for and then you know nobody can be trusted obviously is yeah. is is the moral of that conversation um we kind of we I, I feel like we rabbit hole but there was a, there was a point that i wanted to make about T and I this like whole feel like you made all all them Plugged it. Damn, was that was you that like all a, them. Was that like a? Yep, you, it was. Was uh, tell me what that was?
0: Um, there's nothing. Like you're just going to another rabbit hole.
1: Fuck. All right, like you d- we
0: we've made all the points about T and the plug. Like she she didn't give manboy any info, any info about the plug yet. Okay, that's the whole beef. Um, she fucked up because she didn't think through about how to tell Franklin how to get him in front of Mm man-boy. I think had she thought that through better, I don't know how she could have, but that wasn't a bad way to do it. Um, But one, she called the nigga Drew. Mm -hmm. She She ain't never said the word Drew out loud. Right. And she didn't go to high school with the nigga. So how you know him is Drew. How you know him is Drew. It's real familiar. Everybody calls him man-boy. You never heard me call him Drew. Right. Um. So you're offering me a meeting with this man that you can get a meeting with the nigga? What you mean? Okay, cool. Call the nigga. Yeah. Like to me as your man, that's weird. Yeah. You telling me you can call my arch enemy and get me a meeting? Yeah. Hello?
1: Um it's Godfather right there.
0: Right. So they have that or whatever. And he's like, he very blatantly is like, Okay, I know where we are now. Yeah. This bitch set me up. Um, but also I think what's smart, yes, you want to keep Jerome out of the way to keep him out of the way. Mm-hmm. But he also kept if it had worked, he would have kept Jerome and Leon safe. Mm. Because it's make this meeting, make it for tonight. I'm going to go talk to Reed to make sure that Reed and I are good. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go to this meeting with Man Boy and I'm going to fix all this shit, right? He's at T's house, but he handles T. He gets the information he needs. He can also handle Man Boy. But because Jerome and Leon couldn't stay put, fuck shit up again.
1: Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Um two things one i i know the point that i was trying to get at before you rabbit hole which is that um man boy puts business over everything mm-hmm. um but two now that franklin knows and he said how long you been playing me right mm-hmm. what does he do with t what happens now
0: i think he gets information i okay. i definitely um I think that now she's going to have to die because Leon and Jerome didn't stay put. Mm-hmm. And now that Manboy has called him, re- there's going to be a small war, mm. a battle, royale, if you will. <laughs> okay. A royale with cheese. Royale with um,
1: cheese.
0: <laughs> I think there's going to be a whole kerfuffle there. But I think that obviously Tenace has a lot of information that Franklin can use. Okay. Because um, like you said, Franklin pays, plays politics. Mm-hmm. So he's he has to get rid of Manboy.
1: That's for sure. Like,
0: at the root, though. You can't just kill him. Mm. You have to find out who, when, what, where, and why and mm. pluck that from the root. Mm. And she has all the information. So I think that I'm hoping for her own safety. She'll give that up willingly. But I think that's the angle.
1: So, okay. Man Boy and Franklin got a showdown. Like, it's, it, I mean, a showdown time.
0: Well, it. Like, I thought it was Man Boy and Jerome right now. Because if what you're saying is true about what happened in this episode, Jerome get there first. Because Leon did not stop Jerome from leaving the hospital. And Jerome said he going to the barbershop. And Tanase told him that Jerome was on He's his way. to the
1: barbershop. Which
0: is why Man Boy called his fucking soldiers who yeah. are apparently are going to show up, unlike With, the ones what, in Oakland.
1: Well, Uzi's in extra rounds. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, like, I feel like he may not get to that showdown. Which is why he's going to need Tanase to give him a lot of information.
1: Right. Okay. So th- the fate of Man Boy. Does Man Boy make it past season? Does he make it through the season? No. Okay. So he does He dies.
0: might die next episode.
1: So that's interesting because now I'm just thinking about writing fashion, right? Like if Man Boy does die this season, they have to create a bigger problem in season five. Louis. Whoa.
0: They said Louis's stable. She's not going to die. They want to keep her, you know, till she's till she can leave. Louie's still going to want to go to Arkansas. Now she has more reason to. She wants to be away from this shit. Now Jerome will go with her willingly to Arkansas to get away from this shit, where they can do things the way that Jerome wants to do them. He gets to be the big homie. He can run everything like the projects. Mm. And now Louie is there. Franklin's going to end up fighting a court case next season, probably. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. But that's what it feels like. Okay. And then... Louis is going to now be the protagonist, antagonist, excuse me, right? Antagonist, person causing the problem. Yeah, but yes, h- h- how does
1: that become the antagonist against Franklin?
0: Because Franklin's try- probably going to try and get out for real.
1: Uh, oh, if you're okay. fighting a
0: Fed case, all yeah. right, I want to be done, bro. Like, I'm yeah. I'm cool. But you can't be cool if you're ain't seeing your uncle still doing it right. and they're getting it from you. And if you love them, you want to keep them safe and you know that you can get the get
1: the dope the safest. Okay, so then maybe they show us that twenty one million, and we know that like
0: maybe that Auntie was cook,
1: was cooking the books for him, so she she can access this twenty one million.
0: And maybe that twenty one million is, maybe that becomes a problem because she's using that to buy when he might need it for lawyer fees. Maybe that's why we mm-hmm. know that exists because mm-hmm. he's going to. I can't see the next season happening without him fighting a court case. That won't make sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I also. I also don't see the. I mean, you saw how the government pulled up on the paper, right? They pulled up. They pulled up at the newspaper spot. But they have, for cleanup
0: reasons, they have to make it seem like none of this is true, and we're going to try him.
1: Got like, it. So, all right. So let's let's get into the discussion about Teddy showing up at Irene's crib
0: and letting her live. Right. So, who was with him? Was that Gustavo? Who was it, covering they, her mouth?
1: They didn't show. They just showed hands.
0: Because what if it was Havert, What's the dude's Havermeyer? Name?
1: Yeah. It could have been. Havemeyer doesn't seem like he gets his hand dirty in the field. He's like, a, he's like middle management.
0: Havemeyer might have an attachment to this particular cleanup, though.
1: Well, then I see Havemeyer sending one of the guys that, he can't, that came with him into Reed's office. Gotcha. Before I see him doing the dirty work. Gotcha. But you, so to me, Teddy leaves her alive because if she dies suspiciously right now, that is a bigger problem for the CIA, in my opinion.
0: And he did tell her next time you won't wake up.
1: There you go. Because it's like, you know, it's just, it's too suspicious. If you just wrote about the CIA, then all of a sudden you die out of nowhere. Now that Mm -hmm. the heat is on us in a different way. You know, the, the, you know, media takes this and runs with this in a different way. Right now we can still smother the idea of the story, but if a dead body pops up behind it, it's a little hard to mute that.
0: I wish the government was better at learning folks' personalities. Cause now she's gonna tell folks the CIA came into her house middle of the night.
1: Yeah, she definitely is. This is definitely gonna amplify her voice.
0: Yeah. And her right. brain.
1: Cause she's she's a fucking kamikaze mission.
0: Just blow her brains out, bro.
1: Yeah, but I get it though. I, I get why I get why that's feels like a smarter play.
0: But that also feeds into them killing her Gary Webb style because then they can spin it as she had enough, she felt like she was being chased and attacked, then, it was you know, a no one was believing her. Yeah. Like fuck, like she lost her um her will to live or whatever, her daughter won't talk to her, her husband left, like you know.
1: Right. Now, now suicide is more evident.
0: Cuz they're going to fire her. Cuz remember at the end of the episode, the CIA came.
1: Yeah, they pulled up.
0: Yeah, and they took her boss up to a conference room. Oh, yeah. They're going to fire this her She's got to go. Yeah. So she's going to lose her job and all that like it's just
1: but what but what we also saw is that she was being courted by big stations, big, you know, the big stations and big basically big media. If they kill her, her before those conversations,
0: though, it feels like she's lost her job. Nobody knows that she's being courted.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's very yeah. true. Okay. Um, I think, I feel like we put this in a coffin, man.
0: Yeah, like we said, it was just a lot of... Speculation and explaining for folks that may have missed some stuff. This this episode was pretty straight to the point. Pretty
1: pretty cut and dry. Yeah. Okay. Well shit, on to the Rico Awards. Let's do it. Who's identified in this article? Whose father they quote? I'm the one in trouble here. But what do I get? Concern. And now it's a fucking compassion. Nah. I get. Franklin, what's gonna happen to me? Rico wartime, baby. Yerp. Yeah, all right, all right. Y'all know the rules. we talking the kingpin of the episode. Uh, who we feel is the kingpin, and who is, or which scene is the most important um, scene in this particular episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, who you got for Kingpin Six?
0: Um, for the kingpin of this episode, for me. It was Reed.
1: Okay. Speak on it.
0: Um, This whole episode was basically about his relationship with Reed. Like, everything moved about Reed. Mm-hmm. Whether or not he was directly a part of it, everything was about the, the mess that was made because of everyone's connection to Reed. Right. Like, down to even looking for the plug, right? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, Reed made this episode move.
1: Reed made this up. I I agree with you there. I do agree with you. I have a very a little bit of a different perspective for the same reason though. I feel like this was Irene Abe. I feel like she was the kingpin here. Very fair. Um just because like this article is the thing that put pressure on everything else. Mm-hmm. Um in a, in, a, in a different way, you know, this is you know, it it's it's causing the disruption. Even when Reed returned back from Nicaragua, it's like everything that he was doing was hinged on the fact that this story has become what it is. Yeah. Um. So, to in, in my opinion, uh, she motivated this episode in that way.
0: I'll allow it. So, if that being said, what's mm-hmm. your what's the most important scene to you then?
1: So, the most important scene to me in this episode is the last conversation where the conversation at the hospital where Franklin figured out that T was connected to man boy to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it, it, I think for obvious reasons, man, it's, you know, it, it took a character that we were already in limbo about and it made some very concrete assertions. Um, you know about what uh, it made things very concrete for Franklin, mm-hmm. and I think you know we, we all know that Franklin's in gangster mode. You know we've seen him in three piece suits all the time. He
0: has returned to being a gangster. This
1: nigga, yeah. this nigga, even he's, he's been, been on a, cane. a lot. Yeah, he's yeah. been on a cane the entire season and like still, a pimp named Slipman. and still like he's still the puppet master even with yeah. a cane. You know what I mean? So so. Th- that information causes him to take action. You know what I'm saying? Like it's causing him to make some very real decisions. He's been very political and like like you know look at the way he dealt with Irene, like you know these very like nimble threats. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, but now you can't be nimble with this man boy shit. Man no. boy is very aggressive.
0: Yeah, yeah, he picked he picked the right fight.
1: Yeah, so so to me this turns this turns up the heat on Franklin's decision making skills because he is being this is this is no longer a pop quiz. This is the fucking exit exam. Yeah. You know what I'm the saying? Like yeah. this is the bar. Yeah. And you got you have to rise to the occasion. And so Franklin has to put that we now know that Franklin has to put the wit in his political skills and he has to put it into the in, into top of the you know bottom of the ninth. Because mm-hmm. um, this is game time; it's overtime for him. So, so that's what made it the most important scene to me. Okay. Because I feel like it's going to, it's going to cause, it's going to be the anchor for everything else that happens now. Okay. How about you?
0: Um, for me, it's a tie between the fir- the opening scene of the show, um, where Franklin is calling out everyone's self. So, I hate selfishness. Calling oh. everyone selfishness and how they're they're thinking something's going to happen to them when in reality nothing's going to happen to y'all. Mm, okay. Um, in the grand scheme of things. Got it. Um, because that set the tone for Franklin not trusting anyone. Yeah. This episode, which kind of, I feel like, made him keen enough to even have that realization about T, mm-hmm. because he was so much on his toes, um. And. I lost it that fast. It was about Reed and even Reed realizing that everyone is after him as well. I lost it
1: that fast. Um, well, uh, So I guess the scene with Franklin and him at when they meet, is that no, what you're saying? Oh, okay.
0: No, but my number one was their first. Wow. Was that scene? Yeah, because okay. it really did set the tone for Franklin analyzing everything because now he's in thinking mode. Yeah. Now he's in, I have to fix this. I have to make sure everything keeps moving. Yeah. Got no, it. I'm lying. It was a scene with him and Irene, not Reed. Him Ooh. and Irene when they're having that conversation because there he also realizes, okay, I can't fix this. Yeah. So I have to keep thinking. Got right. It. He thought that could get rid of the problem. Got it. And it may have exacerbated it.
1: It may have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, or 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 not. Nah. I mean, yeah. I I don't know. That's tough because Irene. Irene is already set in motion. she
0: but I think we don't know, right. And that creates more suspense that that gave her more ammo because now she can absolutely um, solidify it was him it, mm-hmm. that's a recorded conversation. Yeah, you know what I mean? right.
1: Um, yo, not to cut you off, she didn't print his name. and I thought that that's an important detail. She kept her word. She kept her word. So so to me like even though she's it, you know, it's back to that same syndrome of us not of us being anti-caadisia. Really, what Irene Abe do, is doing is very important. No, it's not. I well,
0: stand by that. You uh, won't She put more people in danger than she did protect them.
1: Yeah, but it, but again, like we're looking at we're looking at the actions of then. I'm talking about the actions of us understanding in history past tense. Right. Like, I
0: feel that way about Gary Webb in real life.
1: Well, the information that he outed was important. I, like
0: you out of the information without a plan. That's irresponsible. Yeah, I don't because know. Because as a reporter, as a journalist, you just wanted to tell the story. You want to be the first one to tell the story.
1: Yeah, I get it. I get it. I mean, a broken clock can be right twice a day. I, I'm I not get saying it. the
0: information was wrong. I'm saying that you did it without a plan because you didn't care about the aftermath.
1: Yeah, but still, the rock has to be pushed at some point. Like, without that information, who does it? You need, to, but You need plan. to plan. I get it. If you got to push it, sure, but you it. need a plan. I get it. It's just not everybody's job, you know. Like you know, then just... that's
0: why you're the bad guy. You stop doing things that aren't your job.
1: Okay. Well, then, then that means so. If so, I can't just...
0: bake and you need a cake for your birthday and I bake it, that I do you a favor, baking some nasty ass cake. No.
1: I don't know if I follow that analogy.
0: If I'm not good at something and I do it simply because it has to be done, does that justify me doing it? If there was a better way to get it done.
1: Um, it's a tricky it's a tricky question because yes in some cases yes sometimes sometimes things have to happen in order to get to the bigger conversation to you, actually happen you always go for
0: the least damage possible
1: yes but history has shown us that that's not all it's like justice and and liberation and realism is not tidy like that it doesn't come that way all no the time. it doesn't
0: have to be tidy but you have to make a plan your plan shouldn't be hey here's a bomb let's go blow up everything see what happens afterwards you had no plan afterwards yeah she didn't know what was gonna happen after that she just thought oh the CIA will be exposed and it'll all be over
1: right it no was, she's it's, bad. It's she's the n- bad guy for it's that. naive but but okay so the scene with her husband explaining that like basically saying that like yo you have a certain amount of bravery that most people don't have. I think sometimes too much planning can cause paralysis and then the thing never happens. So so some you're 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 not wrong. Uh, so let me just start by saying that you're absolutely not wrong. I can totally see how Gary Webb is not attractive to you in that way or Irene is not attractive to you in that way. All I'm simply saying is that like you know so, sometimes, the, the, you know, just sometimes it's not as tidy as it, it, it needs to be. I think people
0: work alone a lot when they shouldn't.
1: Uh, Agree. I think
0: people are working in silos and they're a, unable to see their own blind spots. Yeah. And that's a problem. Had Gary Webb been working with an outing character yeah. or working with the community to figure out what happens after this? Yeah. Sure. But he left a community to die.
1: Who? Uh, Gary Webb did? He left
0: a community to implode on itself. And he didn't care about that. He cared about breaking a story. He cared about, in his white man way, fixing the CIA. I'll get the government now. And you can do that as a white man, right? Yeah. I mean, he, he ended up dying. But uh, yeah. But still, like he didn't care about what happened. He just wanted to snitch on the CIA. And you yeah. left in a community to implode because you couldn't recognize your blind spots. I'm not saying you're wrong. I get it. Yeah. Stories have to be told. Yeah. But you... If you're going to take on that responsibility, you have to take on that responsibility. And if you can't handle it, that's fine. But you find somebody who can.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, if that's your, you know, if you have the presence of mind, just some people just don't think beyond that. And I think. That's
0: my problem. I, I get to blame you for that. I get you, to blame you for that.
1: But you also have the benefit of history in order to do it is what I'm trying to say. No,
0: I blame you for that right now. You. If you went huh? into something without a complete plan. I I'm like, hey, what you doing? Have you thought of this? Like, I project manage for a living. <laughs> no, well, I don't like well, incomplete plans.
1: So the reason why I can't track that logic and really and really follow you all the way there, and we don't have to go into a deep dive about it, but kind of what you're saying is like, all right, so we look at the Me Too movement, right? Or we look at look at what Hannibal Burris did with Bill Cosby, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's pretty much the same thing.
0: It's not the same thing.
1: It. it by your definition, yes, because he just outed information with no plan. He he didn't even like he didn't even understand the repercussion of what he was doing. Who
0: outside of the predator was harmed for what Handel Burris did? I'm asking. I say that at a tone, but I'm asking: Is there a fallout that I missed?
1: With with what? What, what do you mean? What do he you mean?
0: outed Bill Cosby.
1: Yes, and it turned into a a whole spiral of this Me Too movement.
0: The Me Too movement started way before Bill Cosby. He did not start that movement.
1: Uh, oh, okay. Well, yeah. Then that uh, has been right. a thing
0: for years. That that didn't start with Bill Cosby.
1: Okay. Well, it seemed, in my eyes, it seemed like when Bill when the Bill Cosby domino toppled,
0: it became mainstream. It become, but it, that but that it, infrastructure had already been there. He didn't start that movement. But, and there are there is a community within the Me Too movement to support the people who are victims. Is not the same. Uh,
1: okay. All right. Well, yeah. then then because I don't have a a formidable like rebuttal to it but I, I get what you're saying uh, we don't even have to stay on that I get what you're saying I get what you're saying um, okay well I think those are good choices uh, for best scene that's not bad let's get into these hova lyrics
0: hova lyrics is crazy you know man Boy been after your plug
1: everybody want to hook up but ain't no secret
0: yeah but apparently Drew been leaning into it heavy Boy borderline obsessed.
1: I gotta say, man, um there was a lot of different potential lyrics I think that fit this particular episode. Okay. Um, for me, man. And you know, we always posit that H- Hove has a fucking bar for everything.
0: For all the things. Him and, and
1: Drake. Yeah, him yeah, Drake is definitely getting there at mm-hmm. this point. Um, but especially when we talking his Coke shit and his drug dealer shit, I feel like Hove really rises to the occasion um in these particular segments. But um all right, the bar for me that really did it was uh was in Hove's verse on Drake's Light It Up from the from Drake's first official album. What okay. was it called? Um what was that first album called? Thank Me Later or something?
0: The first actual yeah. Yeah
1: Thank Me Later. Yeah not 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 um uh,
0: You can thank me now. Yeah.
1: Um so in uh in Light It Up Jay Z, there's a couple of bars in his song that fit good, but this one specifically, when he was like Drake, here's how they gonna come at you with silly rap feuds trying to distract you, and disguise in the form of a favor, the Barzini meeting. Watch for the traitors. So he, you know, that he was obviously lifted that right off the Godfather when yeah. he said the Barzini meeting, and to me that was exactly the thing with T. You know, for it, it was the same thing with the Barzini meeting in, in the Godfather. Barzini. You know, Barzini. Brazzini? No, it's Barzini. B a r z i n i. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we could put money on it. I'm a Godfather. Okay, I'm not gonna
0: though. argue with you about the Godfather. Yeah, I'm a
1: Godfatherologist. But um, um, he absolutely.
0: I was thinking of Luca brozzi okay. Yeah,
1: Brasi. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, this is absolutely the Barzini meeting. The same shit mm-hmm. when Tessio tried to bring, you know, the meeting with Barzini, who we found out was responsible for like. For killing uh, Sonny and, Mm -hmm. you know, pretty much trying to take over the Corleone family. They're the ones who align themselves with um, the nigga who bought him the heroin trade. I forget his name. Um, The guy who killed Luca Brazzi. Look how they massacred my boy. Yeah. So Barzini was behind the shit the whole time. And Tessio tried to facilitate a meeting between Barzini and the Corleones. And that's how Michael Corleone knew Mm -hmm. that that, um, Tessio was a traitor. And to me, that was very important because it was kind of the same moment with, you know. With T. With T. Yeah. So, boom. So that was my lyric.
0: And there's a message in that, children. Stop facilitating these peace meetings between folks fighting.
1: Yeah, because the question that you got to ask is like.
0: How come you so comfortable with both of us that you can do that?
1: Come on, man. Mm-mm. Come on, man. Well, my enemy shouldn't be talking to you this closely.
0: Mm-mm. Yeah. A friend of my enemy is my enemy.
1: There it is. I used to
0: say, oh, that can't be true when I was younger. Now that I'm older.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's there's absolutely ways. There's there's I'm sure there's rules, there's exceptions to the rule. Like if you had a relationship with them before, and like, you know, it's very clear that both of y'all you have a relationship with both people, that's a different thing. But if like if I have if I don't know that you have a relationship with this person, and then it just comes out that you have a relationship with this person, that's when it's a problem. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, cause you know, but no. Now that I'm older, yeah. if you fucking with the ops, you the ops.
1: You the ops, G.
0: Um, but my lyric is from "Murder to Excellence" okay. on "Watch the Throne." I'm not a very good rapper, but all black, everything, nigga. You know my fresh coat. I'm out here fighting for you. Don't increase my stress. Don't increase my stress load. Niggas watching the throne. Very happy to be you. Power to the people. When you see me, see you. Um, I mm. think for me that just speaks to. Like I said, the first scene is the most important scene of the show to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone just, it was everything was good until you felt a little bit of heat. Yeah. And the heat's not even on you. So yeah. now the heat is here. You can't, you don't trust me anymore. Yeah. You want to be down my throat. Ain't nothing finna happen to you. Mm. Relax. You see that I normally handle this shit. Right. You see that I normally get shit done. Right. Now I got hot and you want to be in charge because you don't think you can handle it when you're not.
1: Oh. Oh, that's a bar. Yeah, that's a legitimate bar. Um, good shit, man. Good shit. I feel good about this episode. So. I do too. Yeah, me um, too.
0: I'm excited for next week.
1: I am too. I'm very sad that like we only have two episodes left.
0: Um, but I think we may have stumbled across what we're doing next. What the Godfather? The Godfather. We gotta give us give us some time to take a week or so off, and we'll figure out how we can pack us that up neatly. Yeah. In a way that again is more than three episodes.
1: Yeah, because the Godfather going to take time, and it, and even just in how to approach that because it's yeah. like a three, all three of them are three hour films or close to three hour films. Maybe so we'll do like it one, in
0: like themes or. Yeah, we'll like how do we
1: even attack that? Break that down.
0: Give us some time to brainstorm. We have two more episodes of this, of course, but yeah. maybe the next thing we can commit to. Yeah. Over the for the you know yeah we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah. But yeah. that'll be the next time you hear from us after this show.
1: Yeah. I'm not mad at that.
0: And we'll argue much less because Treasy's going to always be right about the Godfather. I'm not going to hold you or fold you. So,
1: I'll take that. Yeah, I'll yeah. wear that crown. Um. Well, shit, bet that, man. Thanks for uh, joining us for another episode of Grams of Snow. Uh, six, hit them with the socials.
0: Yes, come tweet with us. We live tweet every Wednesday night on Grams of Snow on Twitter. Um. If you want to watch all the cool info that we have, I'm going to start posting like questions and stuff on our Instagram. The Instagram is Grams of Snow Pod. Um, so come talk to us we'd love to hear from you
1: yeah yeah and uh, for anybody who, who well probably all y'all have gotten this feed from the Kind of Movie Critics podcast feed uh, don't fret Kind of Movie Critics is absolutely still in effect and coming back you know we've been dialoguing about what to bring back but uh, you know the team is like grams of snow has been holding it down so there's no need to compete with the mm-hmm. content um, but just let y'all know Kind of Movie Critics absolutely has some episodes coming so uh can't wait to talk to y'all about some good shit on that. Shout out to Lezy Corey and uh Chandler and Martin the Mill man. Um but yeah man, I guess that's that. And uh we'll see us back for episode 9 grams of snow.
0: Bye friends.
1: This has been an on-ear network production.